What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Ladies and gentlemen and lowlifes, thank you for tuning in to a special Metiche Monday brought to you on a Friday. Wait, no mames, bro. It's Fuchi Friday for Metiche Monday, dog. Brought to you by Grasshopper. For all your medicinal recreational cannabis needs, make that card clack. Get 15% back. What card is that? Oh, my goodness. Mm, Show me that. Madre perro. Mira. Don't be coming with those counterfeit cards, right? This is like my grandma's couch. It has plastic on it. (laughs) (laughs) This one, it clacks. GHBuds.com. Yeah. Make it happen. Get over there. What's up on Tuesdays? Tuesdays, you get Toker Tuesdays. You're going to get 20, 30%. No off, way. No mamas. That's too much, man. I'm telling these guys, I got to slow down on all the discounts I, that they give us. I know where J Clip is on a Tuesday. 30% off. It's there he is right there. 30% off every Tuesday called Toker Tuesday. Make sure you guys get down there, flash your card, get your pre rolls. Three oh. pre rolls. Three Emo Brown pre rolls for $12. Say it again. Three. Emo Brown pre-rolls for $12, wow. 12 dólares, 12 barros. That's like 500 pesos, roughly, <laughs> roughly, give or take. Well, we don't know what the exchange rate is. Do we have that live? In addition to that, this episode and podcast and everything we do is brought to you by Tribal Streetwear. Thank What's you, Theo Bobby. 20% off at the lower left again with this fucking card. This little card, bro. What happens if you say that? El Primo Steve sent you. You don't have a card? Get one. But if you don't, just tell them the champ sent you and you'll get 15% off. If you're one of those dudes that goes online and likes to purchase things on there and be a net banger, go online, (laughs) use the promo code EMOBROWN22, get 15% off. Jesus Christ. We're just handing shit out for Christmas. Mother Teresa over here. (laughs) The Alwood is next. Did you know that the Alwood is our sponsor now? Not only do we own it, CC, we also get perks from there. Perks being, what are the perks? Oh, we get booze from there every every week. We yeah. get bottles. So there, it's like a quinceañera, bro. You guys aren't Mexican. You're Peruvian and you're white. But in Mexico... And you are what now? You just spent the entire morning I'm, bragging I'm, about <laughs> your new culture. I'm fucking Cameroonian, bro. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm Northern Filipino. You got this. Uh, and I'm Mexican. <laughs> An, an Aztec, Hence the heavy an Filipino Irish, presence today. Ir- yeah, dude, my Pinoys are all here, bro. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> eh? All the Pinoys are here. But <laughs> at the Elwood now, man, anytime we... we we get booze from them. You know, in, in quinceañeras, there's a padrino of fucking the birria. There's a padrino of the fucking dress. There's a padrino of beer and chelas now. So if you're in, if you're watching us here tonight, you're going to get a fresh glass, a fresh pint of the best michiladas in Ooh, San Diego. Say it. Because you used to call it the third best. So I'm mm. glad that you come around. Times have changed. Cece uh, kicked my ass so hard she broke her foot. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> Three Punk Gales is also on board. We don't need no nothing about them. You know, we already kill. We do mm. our thing. But if you come... We're going to get into some information on what goes on on Mondays now. Starting Mondays, moving forward. Starting Mondays, moving forward here at the warehouse at headquarters. Open to everybody. It's going to be open to everybody. You don't have to be a member to come in through January. We want to have an open house. J-Clip has brought it on board where he's going to have, we're going to have a brunch. Okay. A, a, a brunch on Mondays, you know? I don't know if there's going to be food, but I know Por Vida said, hey guys. It's not a Monday in the morning unless you have some coffee. And it's true. Thank you, Por Vida. Milo and Cato for hooking up and Hell being yeah. part of what we do. Took Head on down. yesterday. You can use your card 
There. Oh, oh my I God. forgot to do that. I see a theme going on, bro. Oh, my goodness. J-Clip has decided to take it upon himself to open up the warehouse on Mondays to everybody. Why? He wants to make you motherfuckers aware of what we do, how we do, and why we do. So he brought his fucking my pare, Malegaño Pasco, Playboy. Uh, <laughs> Filipino is fucked today, bro. Feeling it. We have a DJ, bro. He's gonna be spinning here. We have fucking people. We have beers. We have coffees. We have liquor. We have. It's a party. We just want to invite everybody to come out the month of uh, January. Give us a test drive. See if you like what we're all about. Then if you like it, sign up. And moving forward, you can come here any Monday. Anytime we're here, you're here, basically. That's what that card allows you. (laughs) You know who's going to get mad if I don't give him a shout out? Fucking small teeth, bro. Big up to Albert Aguirre, the real estate agent that makes all of our dreams come true. El dientitos. El dientitos del oro, bro. Albert Aguirre, the official real estate agent of all things Emo Brown. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple. Dude, these fucking Spotify. ads get longer every week. <laughs> if only it worked like that. Jesus Christ. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Spotify. Blah, on Spotify, blah, blah, blah. you can see. YouTube, YouTube. You got to hit up YouTube. Bro. You can see Casa's beautiful face. Ay, el Where is it? Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see your face. He's got a light on him. Look, he's got a light on him. Where's your guitar? We need music guitar real quick. That's what a 44-year-old man looks like. Hey, feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz cumpleaños, bro. Hey, you know. It's true. God's don't age. Look God's at that. don't age, mm. bro. Casas, we're going to sing to you today. Hope oh, you don't mind. Okay. Not yet, but yeah, we'll get there. Oh, we'll okay. get there. We'll get there. Damn, people are looking around like, you guys are like a variety show. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. Member roll call. All right. None of this is possible without the people who are already members. And God damn it, if we don't add new members every week, bro. Mm. We added like 10 new members in the last 10 days. Dave Bernardi was cracking. You're now a member. Who's wow. that? Who's Welcome Dave Bernardi? In. Yes. Who is it? That's Dave Bernardi. That's Evelyn Bernardi's husband. Dave. Is it really? Oh, okay, big ups, bro. Cristina de la Toba, Andres, el Chucky Monster. Hey, Yazzie Who's Fresh. That? Who's that, fool? Say with Freeman your chest, Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin Freeman. <laughs> Sabrina Hunt Valencia. Yeah, the motherfuckers got some creative names, bro. That's Danza. Uh, Daniel right Condoliff. Rhea Ev. Yendi Exchel Lopez. Con Manny de Casas Arpacheco. Dallas Fialkowski. Ramon Nunez. Mm. Eric Casas. Go ahead. Do your thing, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it it's his birthday. I'm going to turn down this one. Get music real quick. But here we go. What the fuck are you playing? Yeah, what's this? It's his birthday. That's his band, The Killers. I know. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Casas the God. God, God, God. Happy birthday. Yahweh! Yahweh! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yahweh came from the heart. 44, going to Mazatlan tomorrow? Where are you leaving? Oh, no. Am I blowing oh, your shit up right no, now? No, no, no. Is it a secret? <laughs> Rosarito. Does baby uh, mama not know where you're going for? <laughs> no, no. His lawyer doesn't even okay. know. All right. He just turned 44, uh-huh. ladies. Single, ready to mingle. <laughs> potentially, <laughs> potentially, he got someone on OnlyFans, though. Look at him. Whoa. Look at him. Yeah, That's where all those equipment's yeah. from. That look at my sense. guy. Fool. All right. Hey, you look good. And thank you for being a part of everything we yeah, do, absolutely. man. That's all right. Well, fun. that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Ortega, you guys got search one. Andy Mejia. Chris Martinez. Mike, El Rootsman. Ramon Salvidar. Ruben Quinones. This fucking list is going to take 10 minutes, bro. Mechizo, Eddie Zuko, world famous. Brenda Aguirre, Julian Alvarez, Carlos, David, Lara, Greg, Paulina for the people. She's here finally. Wow. Oh my God. Kenya Nieves, she's not here. Where's she at, Cece? What the fuck? She's asleep at fucking 11.30. Tell me you don't have children. Antonio Sanchez, <laughs> Jess, Carlos Solorio, Jared Goldman, Gabby Ledesma, Ra- Rodrigo Arancibia, Marias, El Flaco, Carly. Oh my God, bro. Let me read the ones I like. Reggie. He's done reading. Cool, I'm done reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Go ahead on page two, man. Go ahead. Take it from there, dog. Jason McClurg, Camille Harrington, Robert Gomez, Alexandria Camacho, David DB Styles, 22. We like you. Oh, shit. I just. Wow, what did you do? What did I do? <laughs> Clinton Jones. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm My shrinking goodness. and growing. This Android user can't operate in the Brian iMac. Casey, Marisol, yes, yes. Ryan, Star Wars, Bradley Star Wars. Hey, those guys are gone. Uh, yeah, they, they live in Texas now. Texas. Cool. We're sorry uh, to hear that. It's condolences. Erica Ortega, Thomas Ferres, Ariane Porras, mm, mm, Vernie, mm. Unknown Soldier, The Real Queen, uh, Ramiro El Misfit, Sarah Chula Mice, Will Holder, Bob Oso, Mark Sanchez, Timothy Gomez, Francisco Hernandez, SDCA Equipment, Kula Yoga, Matthew Stephen Ferris, fuck you, Matt, Zelda Garcia. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird when I'm reading it. When you say it, dude, it sounds it. racist. It does. Uh, well, he's white, so it's fine. Amar Kampa Najar. That sounded racist. That's Just it. Saying his I'm name. sorry. Just Mr. saying Omar. his name sounded yeah. racist, bro. <laughs> Derek you better watch Ruben, Robin Camacho, oh, two fingers. What are you doing? I'm using too many fingers. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay, that's yeah. your personal life, though. I'll keep it out of here. Rudy Powell, Stephanie Perez, Mr. Stoll, Eddie, a.k.a. Samson Simpson, Tudor Jose Torres. <laughs> that's like Nilly Vanilli, fool. <laughs> Blame it on the rain. <laughs> Carlos Rangel, Renette Pulido. This is so small now. <laughs> Thank Robert you, Guerrero <laughs> Flores, Fonzie, <laughs> Shannon Lynette, Shannon Lynette, Jay Ford, Richard Hecht, Honestop Lowe's, David Martinez. How high are you, fool? I can't I've never it. heard the name Shannon be pronounced <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> David Martinez, sweet Araya. It sounds like a fucking Blink 182 hook, bro. Shannon. That's probably why I said it. Uh, Chef, the Josh, Sh Sharpie, Kimball, right. Diva, Daniel, Dan Ouellette. Uh, hey, take a, Roberto, a take a break. Take a break. Take a sip. Take a sip. Take a sip, bro. <laughs> Show the them one, how to do the it. The only RJ from Vision Culture just walked in the door. What do you go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where he at? Where'd he go? Oh, shit, RJ. Look at you. Chula Vista's is own insurance Tony? king, oh. Willie Ruiz, Tony Maroquin, David, Jose Uribe, Ernesto Quintero, Eric Navarro, Tony, you, you? Sonia, Sarah Stoll, Cesar Fernandez. You guys are lame as fuck, fool. <laughs> you seen this corner long enough. Hey, you just interrupted seat five but, right there with his precious, uh, you know. He bought his that? way into okay, office. man. All right, fine. Martin Casas, El Doctor, Mason Innocentes, Sir Alex Rivera, Matthew Echavarria. There you go, dog. Roxana, hey, well Theo Collins, Omar Sanchez, <laughs> Abby Heilbrunn, Brian Vong, Elias Delgado, Tamo, and hey, we're going to see him Luis, on Sunday. Maddie, Annie Wilkes. We're going to go uh, bottle rocket on Sunday. We're That's riding right. bikes. I just got my bike back yesterday. Ooh. It looks clean as shit, bro. Once a month. Get the nice little tassels Once on Once a month, I'm going to be riding bikes because J-Clip really fucking guilted me into doing it. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. My man, Bill Lukey, Arcadio Mora, Pablo Cacahuates. A fucking legend to my left, BJ Jesbera, Mike Beebe, congratulations on the new brewery, Evelyn Bernardi, LJP, Giovanni Correa, Ben Bikes for Beer, Hexes, Felipe Meraz Jr., Maggie Brennan, Beatriz Uribe, Chef Claudia. I hope hey, has anyone better. gotten Aaron her uh, tax form for donating money? I sent, I sent everything to Cheekly. Well, you asked, <laughs> They're never going to get it now. You asked me four <laughs> days ago, dog. Have you had, April, are, right? you on, are you on top of it? No. Then relax, dog. All right. Justin no. Seleska, Aaron Hill, Matt Lawson, El Jedi Chorizo, Enrique Montalvo, Hector Mejia, Eric Baker, <laughs> Albert Aquino, Osvaldo Perez, Kevin Lewis, your Viking, Oscar All right. Uribe, Giovanni Sanchez. The last Sanchez. page. Get the it. last page. I'm going to do it because you really disappointed me. <laughs> Adrian El Abuelo, Marie, Marino Gomez, bro. Did you fucking see the little uh, figurine he made? And where it went? The little jo Joe Musgrove figurine. And Joe Musgrove oh, took a picture with yes. it. He was all like, woo woo shit. El whoopty woo. Izzy Castillo, El Compa Muski, Selena Lugo, Brandon, Chavita Maldonado, Josh Dexter, Dickie Islands, where What's are you? Up? Aisha Lee, Ananaya, Carla Carl, Hector Power, TKO, Deli, Lucasor, Mike, fuck the Dodgers, Sonia Baca, <laughs> Robert, Little Rob, Denise Moreno, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. And the last one, I'm going to go all the way down to the end. Oh, I got to read contractually obliged for another white person. John Gennaro. <laughs> the Italian Gavin, muscle. Gavin. 
Uh, Cesar Torres and Ruben Lopez. What's up? Go ahead, guys. That is it. Oh, oh, dude, dude. That's how you names, read man. right there. Yeah, we're going to get in trouble because we didn't read everybody. What's up with you and little Rob doing the, uh, what are you guys, like a new little Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin? Yeah, man. <laughs> so we have, at UPS, we have a box. And the box is like people know what a box is, but but it's like four, it's a four or five foot box. <laughs> no, go okay. on. So I have a picture of so him. Even taller than I him. have a picture of him, and he's all you see is knuckles. It's like the, <laughs> it's like a Florida retired driver dog. All you see is like knuckles on the steering wheel. All you see is knuckles on a box with fucking little Rob like this. <laughs> and then I had a regular size human jump in there, and it's like to his waist. So I'm gonna fucking post that later. It looks ridiculous. Open houses here every Monday for the month of January. Right, Non-members, make sure you come through. We're gonna have pop ups. We're gonna have merch. We're gonna have a DJ. We're gonna have coffee, beer, all the thing, man. It's a new year. It's a new goal. Don't party too hard, because it's wait. It's wait. What time? What? What time are you gonna have the? I forget. You have a mic now, fool. Oh, oh shit! I was like, what the? You fuck? normally you yelled him to use it. He came yeah. out of left field with that uh, shit, dog. It's my birthday. We gotta ask Jake Cliff. He's a motherfucker. He's that birthday boy voice. You know, we usually start at eleven. Yeah. But Hillary was running mad late, bro. I thought, <laughs> you know, I, I thought Mexican people were bad. Apparently, North County people are fucking worse, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad Imagine being a North County Mexican oh, my, I'm surprised you showed up at all today <laughs> no, Somebody yelled at me um, So yeah We start at 11 Yeah, 11's our start time So we usually get it rolling by 11.15 You know So if you're here by 10 I think by 10 o'clock You are already set up mm-hmm. We already are done messing around With everything back here yep. So anybody can come in at 10 o'clock Hang out Do your thing uh, Have some drinks do it's not. Like a, it's like make a mini networking, bro. Eye, eye contact with Casas. That's one of the riders that he has. Do what happens. Don't make eye contact with him at all. He said, dog. Bad things happen. I looked at him. I looked at him really long the other day. I got a well, herpes. No, it's, it's it was <laughs> weird. Exactly, dude. I don't even know how the fuck that happened, but I was just looking at him. Bing, I was like, oh, I got Casas. I got. That's gonna be a new little graphic where it's like Casas and like herpes. Speaking of weight loss challenge, we are gonna be doing it. It's not this week. We're gonna do it next week, and it's gonna be a hundred dollar buy-in, Reggie. Hundred dollar buy-in. We're gonna get your guy. I your think you look gonna, fine the way you are. Okay? He's gonna come in, just his, to be clear. but his guy's coming in and taking like the body measurements. So it's like little pinches pinzas that go on your on your lonja, and they're gonna measure the size, and then we're gonna do it like that because it's really easy, you know. Guy's just gonna pinch you like eight. I guess it's really easy to lose weight. Allegedly, I, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, but yeah, but uh, we're gonna make sure we do it nice. And easy, bro. With the ratios. You know, all of the things. Bike rides are back. It's New Year's, new goals. We're coming back swinging. There's going to be new sponsors, as you've already seen. We're gonna we're taking the video game up a notch. We got the real queen going down with fucking Oof. Bianca. She's killing it, man. Thanks for showing up, BJ. Welcome back hey, from man. fucking 8 Mile Full. I, I, missed Canada. I missed the sun. Yeah? <laughs> it was fucking snowy. You came back looking very fucking... I lost mm. a shade. Yeah, you, you look pale. He didn't really have one to lose, so I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm almost like glow in the dark again. But it's okay; it's a good spot to start over. I can like one get a full body tan now. Fuck it, let's jump into the algo buenos. Dime, go ahead, bro. Algo bueno, BJ, ladies first. Christmas was great. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got to go see my parents. I haven't mm. seen him in like a year and a half. Pete got to see his grandma, and grandpa, and that was fucking awesome. Oh, was that the first time meeting them? No, he was born before they left, but like they never got to see him like. As Pete is now. Sure, like, sure. Weird fool. Yeah. Like, my parents see my kids, like, all the time. Yeah? That, Don't they live over there? Yeah. Well, we've had to <laughs> fucking smuggle them across the border every weekend just so they can see your kids. You can't cop on a plane and show your son? I do, too, son? but it's the Canadian border. Oh, man. <laughs> no, that's it's just as tough. It would be hard to not have my parents see the kids on the regular basis, bro. Right? They, would, they would self-destruct. Your parents yeah. are strong, or they don't love you. It's tough. Luckily, we have, like, FaceTime <laughs> and stuff, but it's definitely not the same. So, like, to see, like, Pete and Grandma fucking, like, just, like... Like immediately, like as soon as they saw each other, like what about Fernanda's parents? They're in the hood. They're here. Yeah, Fernanda's mom lives literally the same apartments as us. So mm. shout out to mi suegra. 
He scored some brownie points. Champurrado, champurrado, champurrado. He nailed it. Fuck you, boy. I've been practicing since last week. I'm not gonna lie. He was like rocking in front of the mirror, dog. He's like champurrado, champurrado. He had the background music. He told him. It was nice. Five days in a row, I drank two glasses of water. You guys do the math. Five glasses of I'd water, not. two days in a row. Yeah. Why? Because I was drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. We put beers in the snow. What is there to do in Michigan? Drink. And it was snowing. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was snowed. Like we were just stuck in the house. But like we went out in the snow too. Snow was cool. But like was Kid Rock around? He was. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, he was handing out uh, mullets and our NRA <laughs> fucking pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't complain. It was a good good Christmas. That's your uncle going stuck. to Michigan. We didn't get stuck. The fucking he's all his parents fool. Some yeah. of us have never done that. You know. Oh, wow. Fucking Caesar's dad went for coffee and yeah. never came back. <laughs> We've been playing a game of hide and seek for 40 years. <laughs> he oh, is really good. Even the dogs. Give me your fucking Algo Bueno, Caesar. <laughs> oh, look at that cute baby, bro. Look oh, at that. Oh. How was the airplane? How was he on the airplane? Dude, we were so worried, like, especially because we thought like we would get stuck somewhere. Yeah. Mm. He was amazing the whole way in Give the airport, on the airplane. Not at all. Oh, He's okay. a champ. So I let him like misbehave now. I'm like, fuck it. We're home. Break some shit. <laughs> Any unruly fans or customers or clients on the plane? No, it, no. Was, it was pretty normal. People are wild fool. Yeah, I, don't wanna, I wanted to see him like, come out. Threw up star. or something, and she got super mad because Who she threw up, up on herself. Like Ooh. some lady, like she threw up on our plane. Fuck. Hell yeah. Some people don't know how to party. I had like four jacket cokes on the plane, and I was fine. <laughs> we're not we're not at all surprised. <laughs> you came back looking like the former singer from Allison Chains. <laughs> I'll I'll this, the name, this by like the name is fucking. Here they come to snuff the rooster. I forget his name right now, but yeah, you look like that. <laughs> we'll ask Hillary in a little bit. She Hillary knows, knows the name. <laughs> Lane Staley. Jared Boom. Leto. Boom. Grabbed it and brought oh, it in. Right. You look like Lane Staley, bro. Younger version. I'll take it. All right, all right. How about you? Give me something good, bro. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> That was wonderful. Natasha is very excited. She has a new passion, and she's decided she wants to start auditioning for plays. Oh, shit. Yeah, so she's uh, taking some acting classes now, and no she's going to audition bro. for Annie next week. Oh, Yeah, shit. so she's super, super stoked, man. So, yeah, hopefully, you know. She's charismatic. She very, very much so. Yeah. yeah. She's a cute kid. I'm, I'm assuming baby mama's beautiful. Yeah, you would assume wrong. <laughs> You would assume wrong. Respectfully. Wow. <laughs> she, got, she got the brains from her. Yeah. Yeah, she'll take that. Um, no, man. So she's she's so excited. We spent yesterday just talking about all the different things that she wants to do. And, you know, because she's not she's not very needy. She's not like, yo, I want to do softball. I want to do soccer. I want to do this. Like, she's never been interested in doing a whole lot. But I was like, for the new year, pick something. Yeah. Whatever you want. And she said that and piano lessons. Nice. So she's super stoked. Like resolutions? That. Um, not so much resolution mm-hmm. as just like, you know, getting more active. I told her mm-hmm. like, let's, let's challenge you. Cause you know, it's not like I, I worry about her, but I also want her to get out and experience some things. So do we You'll stay Wait, up till this dump. No, hey, was that Annie? I saw <laughs> that. I saw it. We're gonna yeah, get canceled. Yeah, we pull that shit, bro. <laughs> do we have any people and where she's applying, or do we have any, any um, strings that we can pull? I mean, she has herself, and she's talented. She'll, yeah. she'll be fun. Yeah. And then for piano, we're very lucky and fortunate. She'll be going through the uh, all-star talented Bobby Cressy. Look at you, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, dude, she wrote me the most. Beautiful, wonderful poem that literally broke me down and made me start crying, dog. My kid is unreal, dog. I'm not going to read it on the air because I don't want to cry right cry here in front fool. of BJ. You're not done. But, uh, no. <laughs> read it, fool. No, read I'm it. done. All right, cool. um, but yeah, so uh, I'm just stoked. My little kid's wonderful. And we we sat around and we talked about what we were grateful for. How old is your fucking kid? Uh, eight. 
My kids grunt at me. They don't even talk, bro. Like, eh, eh, eh. Well, they live at your parents' house. How, do they know who you are? Yeah, they know me. <laughs> they look just like me, those poor fuckers. Uh, and we started making a list of the things that we were grateful for for this past year and what we were excited about in 23. And one You're of welcome. the things that she yeah, talked wow. about was this, man, because mm. we were sitting here at the uh, warehouse and she was like, Daddy, Steve you is guys, awesome. Um, no. no she- <laughs> She called you mm. Chicle, so oh, be nice. careful. <laughs> Steve Le. Oh, speaking of, yeah. Look at we got backup right here. Oh, my wife is here. Fucking tidy it up. Clean, <laughs> it, up. Clean it up, motherfuckers. Everyone on Clean their best up. behavior. <laughs> so no, man, she was just thrilled about the things that we're doing and accomplishing, and I cannot echo that sentiment more. I'm mm. just stoked about what's You're happening. You're doing a good job, true. bro. Yeah, I know. You're doing, or your mom is probably yeah. doing a great job. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, your mom is probably doing a great job. <laughs> Wonderful job. Yeah. You look like a fucking Laker fan today. That's exciting. I'm a Viking. Fan, but all, all right. right, here's my Walgo Bueno. Mm. The 2022 was a great year. We are allowed to be thankful for. We killed it, boys. Cheers to that. Saluditos, campeones, eh? Mm. Ah, BJ, he meant just us, actually. Yeah, oh, well. casas, well done, <laughs> everybody. Your rim. You know what? <laughs> we took this fucking little hobby. Wait, mm, mm, mm. that tastes like the best Michelada in the South Bay. It is, CC. Well done. We took this thing of ours that we created. We. <laughs> I speak in we. <laughs> I speak. <laughs> I speak and we. Crystal, come get control. I created this shit for fun and shits and giggles mm-hmm. in the basement of the brewery where it's haunted. And look at we fucking were able to move to a treehouse. We took it to a treehouse during the pandemic. You know, <laughs> motherfuckers were scared. We're like, all right, let's do this shit outside. And then we found this place, and we've just been skyrocketing ever since, man. People listen. People watch, people are subscribing, people are joining. Right. It's like, it, aside from all of the important things in life, the family, uh, careers, and everything, things that we spend legitimate time, effort, and concern on, mm-hmm. I feel like this thing was a, just a cherry on top, an added bonus. We created out of nothing, and look at us now, fool. What a thought. We got a I'm white dude on one. here, fucker. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's Check a low tier white guy, you know. He's like he's a, he's a South Bay white I've guy. Gone upper, I've gotten upper tier now with this like Michigan shade. Yeah, yeah. Snow yeah, white. Yeah. You're a goddamn town. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> Who's the motherfucker who sings Cat Scratch Fever? You look like Can him. I'm going to run out of white people. He, he looks like he has cat <laughs> scratch fever, dog. No? Like, 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 Ted Nugent, fool, look at. Oh. Is that the Beaner song? No, that's fucking the same song. It's the same, same, song. Fo- same song. What, what song did you ask him to learn six months ago? He hasn't learned it. Cat bro. scratch fever, that song, that's what he asked me to learn. No, no, no it, was, it was a corrido, fool. It was a corrido. But in real, real, look at yeah. Just look around. Too, we, we have people that, like, fucking Hillary yeah. from the legendary 91X that come What's on and, and want to spend time with us. Yeah. You know, she showed up late thinking she'd miss all this. <laughs> she showed up just in time. She's like, let those doors to be watch closed. it all. She's like, oh, I was trying to see what you guys are all about. I heard a couple podcasts. I was like, oof. And she still came down. <laughs> and she still made the drive down. We have a lot to be thankful for. The year's mm-hmm. not over. We'll do a legit like year wrap up, you know, because mm-hmm. I see J-Clip over there. I got some shit to say. Oh, uh, <laughs> you mean the award-winning J-Clip? Mm. Yeah. But what did he win? Man of the Come people. On, dog. What do you win? They just won an award for the uh, the... The homeless movement. They oh, not, yeah, the, man. You talked him up, and then you didn't even know what he wanted. No, I mean, you know, I'm a little higher. Thing. He won that thing, yeah. That thing with the homeless. I was hoping he would step in, and instead he stepped back. <laughs> he, was handing, <laughs> he was handing out lunch bags. He tested yeah. you. He wanted to see if you remember, and you failed. We had a good year, man. I'm very proud to be a part of this thing and, and, and make and make it all happen. Hey, it's Chuito, the Mexican Johnny Depp. Well done, bro. <laughs> Have a seat. Pirata. Give me a chale. I'll take a chale. I want to hear your chale, dog. My chale is your chale. It's everybody's chale. We lost Pele. We? We? The soccer-loving community. Oh, okay. Uh, All of a sudden. All of a sudden. So my challenge is that this fool all of a sudden knows sports. Name one fucking U.S. (laughs) soccer player. 
Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. That's it. That's your challenge. We uh, lost Pele. We yeah, have no follow up. No, I got the whole. I got the whole article. <laughs> he but woke up at three in the morning and he was like, "I don't have a child." Like, um, <laughs> hey, uh, I just looked up. Fernanda, who, who's, who's Peel? Yeah, Peel died. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> disrespectful. Yeah, Pele was a legend. Pele created what is known now as the fucking soccer of today, man. He won three World Cups. Three of them, bro. Don't, don't re the reference the article. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful sport. Now bro. give us a stat. Yeah. What do you remember most about Pele? Played soccer. <laughs> 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 and did he did, my friend. <laughs> I feel like you took the easy way out. Fuck your chale, bro. Although it's an all-important chale. It is I don't have much to chale about, man. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Caesar. No, I, that was my chale, and then he stepped in, so my chale was to make fun of him. I feel accomplished. It's not hard. It's not hard. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with my chale. Once upon a time, we were all young. All of us. All mm. of us. You too, Casas. We were all young, and New Year's Eve consisted. New Year's Eve consisted of going out, Debauchery. planning, spending money. Where are we gonna go? We're gonna buy this outfit. We're gonna do this. Wife and I used to do it all the time. You know, we used to fucking legitimately plan to go to the W. I remember we were talking about, bro. We were those paisas that would go to the W, bro. I used to wear shoes with no socks at one point in my life. Fucking ridiculous, bro. Little loafers, bro. And um, penny loafers. And it's true. Like you would go to to see. Okay, who's having the party this year? Mm -hmm. And oh, we're gonna go there, and it's gonna be awesome. Oh, Sean Merriman's making an appearance. Remember all those times? Like that was bananas. Now was that stingery. Yeah, stingery fool. And now we don't leave the fucking house. 10 p.m. comes up, and it's like everyone's asleep, bro. I'm ripping a bowl in the back, probably having some eggnog that's yeah. already expired. <laughs> that's years. That's my chocolate. That eggnog in the bottle. <laughs> it's just. I like these New Year's Eve plans better. Yeah. It's fucking wild out there, man. You youngsters, you guys, yeah. bro. It's crazy out there. Like after COVID, it's gotten even worse, too. Like, being downtown, it's fucking flooded with people. And it's mm. always been busy, but now it's like the streets are... You when you're walk. out there, you're out there. You're, you're out there playing gigs right now. What what seems to be the the, the atmosphere, the ambiance, if you will? Well, until the day of a big holiday, it's always about sports. So, mm. like, if you got, like, a uh, big Pele. football game. Yeah. No, if you got, like, a big football <laughs> game or something, that's when it'll get crowded, but... For New Year's, it gets fucking crowded. Halloween and New Year's are the, the two days I don't like to be downtown. At all? I try not to. Fuck. Did you guys ever go to the W, or was that just a Mexican thing? No, we, we actually stayed there. Yeah? yeah? We would stay there. Calm down, peasant. We would stay there, too. Relax. How am I a peasant? <laughs> Casa strikes me as a fucking W kind of Nah, guy. this fool oh. is definitely the hard rock. The hard rock? Yeah, stay away. That little hard rock. Where'd you get? <laughs> Where would you go for New Year's Eve? Uh, well, I, I usually had to, had to shoot. Go ahead. Shoot, shoot for uh, San Diego and NBC. Ah, here we oh, go. Man. So here right before go. I discovered the killers, oh, we would no, actually... After, uh, after, after, after. Hey, after. you know what? I'm going to fact check you with Hillary oh, when she comes sorry. on, bro. <laughs> this motherfucker said he discovered the killers. So we're going to fact check everything <laughs> you've yes, done Michael in your career. Hillary, get him on speed dial, please. <laughs> yeah, she um, probably remembers. Yeah, the convoy studio and all that. Yeah? Like the guys, uh, oh, look at you speaking for... Oh, yeah, she probably remembers. Yeah, you handed her money. Stop that. My name is Casas. I carry a big stick and I cast a big shadow on the music scene in San Diego. Fucking... Relax, bro. You never went to hey, the man. W? Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, I went there. Yeah. We used to go on, on Tuesdays. And a couple of years, my love. We used to go on Tuesdays before we were married and um, just hang out, like me and my roommates, and be douchey as shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, we would dress up with butterfly collar shirts. Bro, it was a different scene, <laughs> man. I think that some things haven't changed. It huh? was a different scene. You just stay sitting and be douchey. I don't, I don't miss that douchey. era. That I didn't. Totally you got hair, dude. Are you? Uh, I was saving that. Jesus wow. Christ. Yeah. Hit me with your Yahweh, man. Hit me with the Yahweh. over here. Oh, man. New York rep elect George Santos. That motherfucker. What happened? Uh, Who is he that? won his seat, right? Oh, it's a political guy? Oh, yeah, now we yeah, get yeah. to read articles? Sounds yeah. political. Now we get to read? And now he's under investigation because it's now surfaced that everything he talked about was bullshit. Mm. Uh, where he worked, 
where he went to college. Um, pretty much everything. He even lied about being Jewish. But when confronted, it wasn't that he said he was Jewish. He just had Jewish natures about him. So That's somehow, worse to say. all these things happen. Uh, breaking and he news. Still refuses to resign. <laughs> My ancestry also says that I'm Jewish. Oh, Jesus. what's up, Perro? It turns out I am a cornucopia of, of things. <laughs> you just wanted to want to use cornucopia. I am, I am like the you. Jeter ball, bro. I am like this Jeter marijuana ball. <laughs> Every flag on here is represented in my fucking, in my Ancestry.com. And you're full of marijuana. All of them. <laughs> so, anywho, it just, uh, I think it's uh, it's appropriate that uh, he's How just- How do you lie to get just, that high? Like, all the way got, to the top. And, and the thing is, he doesn't want to resign, and he's facing no pressure from his own party. Who's his Shocker. party? Take a wild guess. Republicans? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> No offense to anybody, our Republican fellows in the I audience. I see a few there. Republicans yeah. on here. I Put away your MAGA hat. Relax. Ooh, right back there. The motherfucker shaking his head the most. I see you, bitch. <laughs> you Republican as shit. All right, go ahead. I'll still support you. Go ahead. So no, man, I just, it made me laugh. It made me fucking laugh that this guy literally gets caught, comes out, gives the most bullshit answers, and then says, and I'm not resigning because I didn't do anything wrong. All I did was embellish a little. You can do that. It's like a resume. I mean. So he embellished his resume. Apparently. I have a cousin who embellished his resume at the brewery, and he started working with us. That he said he owned it? Yeah. And this motherfucker's running around town first off saying they're my cousins. They're not my cousins. They're my wife's cousins. That's not related to me. Uh-huh. Then they go around town saying that they own the fucking brewery. You know, and then you ask him what's the difference between a stout and an IPA, and he's like, one's dark and one's light. And it's like. He's not wrong. He's right man. there. We had to fire him. <laughs> We had to fucking fire him. We had to get rid of him, dude. Raise your hand there, my little Mexican Johnny Depp. Look at you. Guilty. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've seen people embellish on their resume. I've seen people in my former life embellish on their resume, and they get a job, and then it's like, ooh, they're a fish out of water. For a job. Yeah, but not to run office. (laughs) But come on, dog. Look at the people who run. What is that lady from from Colorado? Democrats, Republicans, everybody. Lauren Bobert. I hope I'm saying that right. I hope you're not. Oh, my God. She's on a sick one. (laughs) And then that other lady, uh, Marjorie. Taylor Greene. She's on a sick one, fool. Ugh. That's why we don't get into politics. We'd get in trouble real quick because I don't know shit about it. I just that shit just the, made me laugh, dog. I know all the messy shit about it. What's your Yahweh? My Yahweh is... What is my Yahweh? Oh, you know what? The kids are all right, you said. My Yahweh deals with kids who don't party anymore. <laughs> I remember growing up and... That's doing, you now. Doing outlandish shit, man. Which is... It's good, you know? And it says here, today's youth aren't partying nearly and so hardy as their forebears. According to a range of studies that show considerable decline in the use of drugs, alcohol, and other vices. Boring, boring, and boring, bro. <laughs> or, growing since up, you're raising children. Yeah, I think that's safe, safe, and safe. Look at it. I get it. No, sm- no smoking, no drinking, no drugs, or sex for today's preteens and high schoolers. To be fair, as a preteen, I didn't do shit but play Nintendo. As a teenager, all I did was pretty much play fucking sport in high school. That's it. I didn't do much of anything. Hmm. But as soon as I... No, actually, my last two years in high school was kind of a degenerate. Oops. That's when I started playing music, and we started, like, like playing in little clubs and figuring... Oh, Laser Latino. <laughs> laser <laughs> this was legitimately in the Laser Latino era. <laughs> we were, this was the birth of Laser. What is the... Uh, when you can... When, when you can still get in trouble for things you did in the past, the... Fucking uh, oh, statute of limitations. Yeah, it, how long is it for doing dumb shit? Because I don't want to air too much shit. <laughs> for out. years, it's been at least fifty years. You're fine. Yeah. Keep going. Um, when we were younger, one of my buddies and I won't fucking name him. We would do some outlandish shit. You we just were- fired somebody <laughs> on the air, but you won't name somebody else. <laughs> we we were big fans of the movie uh, Dazed and Confused, uh-huh. so we would partake in beer runs like a motherfucker, bro. There was one specific 
chain store that we would go and just fucking annihilate on the weekly and they never did anything about it. Hey, you'd be like the rock and go back and buy shit for people. No, I felt bad because one day we did it. And we had it. Oh, fuck. All right. Whoa. <laughs> Story time. Oh, he's sitting up. Statue of limitations? Chris, are you prepared to lose your husband for a little bit because he's about to confess <laughs> to a crime on the air? Just we before they met. used to have our shit down to a science, bro. It was two cars. Allegedly. All right? Allegedly. If I was going to do a beer run, <laughs> this is how I would do yeah, it. Come on, OJ. A la OJ. <laughs> we had two cars, allegedly. One facing one way in the back of mm, Ralph's. Allegedly. And the, <laughs> and the other one facing the other way in the emergency exit, all right? So one guy would run in and he would be the Lorenzo Neal, the lead blocker. Ooh. And it was right by the bread aisle. Nice so he would back. grab the bread. And if there was somebody back there, he would throw it at them if there was an employee. Boom, oh. just to distract them. Fa, fa, fa. That's only bread. And then the person that was in charge of stealing the beer or whatever was available, because once upon a time, razors weren't locked up, condoms weren't locked up, beer and liquor weren't locked up. It was free liberty, everything was out in the open. We would go in, dog, and I would grab Zima because I was a weirdo. And Ugh. I would just... <laughs> no wonder you like White Claw. We would grab 40s and whatever, and Zima was something we would grab. I don't know why. Bartles and James. Sparks. Bartles and James. Remember oh, that? B&J. Yeah. Okie dokie. And we would grab that <laughs> shit, and we would run out, and we would throw the, the, the alcohol into one car, and that car would leap. And then the person stealing shit would jump in the other car and head the other way and go... And we thought we were so fucking smart. We never got caught because we never did today. that shit. Because we never so did that shit, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> David Oyos. No, nah, we never did that shit. But I saw a lot of people do that. And I was like, oh, that seems like a smart way to do it. And then we would meet, they would meet up <laughs> at the park and I'd be like, oh, thinking back. Party, party. Is this like, you and Oyos got close because he arrested you for that? Thinking back, I'm like, fuck, we have three little boys now. I don't want them to do any of that shit. Well, you just told them mm -hmm. how. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I gave them the blueprint. I was like, I don't want them to do any of that shit, man. But I kind of want them to do some grimy shit. I don't want my kids to like, you know, wifey knows we talked about it. You oh, know, okay. we, we, Why is she shaking her head? <laughs> what, probably, what grimy shit do they do probably, now? She's probably, everybody's she's got probably yelping. Shit. She's probably yelping this fucking podcast. She's like, be, okay, uh, uh, <laughs> review us on Yelp. <laughs> no, so I mean, I, look at three boys is going to be hard to deal mm. with in five years. When right. our, our oldest is 10 right now. So we have a 10, an eight, and a five. In 10 years, 10, 13, and 15. They're going to get to the age where shit's going to be like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And I want them to, I want to keep the lines of communication open. So I want to tell them all the dumb shit I did. You know, the minimal drugs. If they want to talk about drugs, they can talk to their mom. Because apparently that motherfucker was a hippie from the 60s. You know, mom, baby mama was on a crazy one when she was younger. I'll talk to them about how to be respectful and, you know, responsible. A young, responsible adult. Says the guy with his face <laughs> on a marijuana pre-roll. <laughs> Marketing. Allegedly. <laughs> it's going to be tough. But then, like, if our kids get bullied, th th this is the question, like. Would you rather your kids be bullied or be the bullies? We've talked about yeah. this. Yeah. And it's like, Quite fuck. And, and I feel like they need to do grimy shit so they know it's like, oh, we can get well, We talked about having a gray area where you can diffuse a situation mm. and just know where you can step in, but not necessarily being the instigator. Because wifey told me, she, she, she read some article or somebody sent her an article. Uh, their kids all have phones. And if they're in a situation that's getting a little, a little dicey, a little dicey mm -hmm. they don't have to say shit of, of what they're doing, who they're with, or what's dicey about it. They just like... We'll, they'll send us a number, like three, and then we'll send them a text saying, hey, fucking BJ's dog died. We need to go fucking pick BJ up. Sorry, man. And then we pick them up from wherever they are. No questions asked. Broken. You know, no questions asked. I feel like things like that are we're going to help get us through these rough patches. I just want to make sure of our kids that we have constant communication and there's no fucking issues with Start that. Somewhere. Things things are going to be a little bit easier. I was a yeah. fucking pleasant child for my parents. <laughs> my sister on the right. other hand that they know of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
My mom, and she'll listen. She'll be like, cabron. <laughs> yeah, you literally tell stories about you weren't a pleasant child, so you yeah. can't go no, back. Okay, look at I had I had instances where you know my my thought process was that my my frontal lobe wasn't fully developed, and I did some outlandish shit. One of the cool things we used to do. <laughs> <laughs> One of the real cool things we used to do is we used to line up garbage cans. We would have all of beneath. Fuck, I can't say this one, dog. You have to. You started it. All right. Just don't say the city name. We live in right. Tucson. And in Tucson, we would we would line up the garbage cans on garbage days. We'd have it dialed down, dog. And we'd like take the garbage cans and just line them up in the middle of the street and then park and watch people run into them. We're fucking idiots, that's, bro. That's that's we're light. fucking idiots. We got caught one day. We got caught one day. He's like, you boys gonna put that Laser shit back? Latino. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, these the kids ain't man. doing shit. These kids ain't doing shit, and it bothers me. It bothers me that we're the reckless ones. Or man. they're doing shit, and they're just very good at hiding it. Nah, bro. No, no. My kids can't hide anything right now. Well, not right now. Your kids, but I'm saying the kids you're talking about, Look the party it. kids. If you can, you know when Natasha's lying to, and she's little. Uh huh. Yeah, I know when my kids are lying to me, and they're little. I just look at them, and they're like. Like, do this little weird, like, I'm constipated look, and they start crumbling. It's like, all right, motherfucker, you're lying. Yeah. That's going to carry no, on. Normally she goes, sorry, Dad. Yeah, oh, yeah? Right away. <laughs> Wifey says she knows when I'm lying. She says, I do one of the, the kids' little goofy looks. So oh, like, yeah. He's got to tell? <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, <laughs> these kids need to step it up. Dog. All I'm saying is these kids need to step it up, man. Or these kids need to continue to do what they're doing. So You think so? <laughs> have a fun time in college, Isn't kids. Isn't it good that we don't have as outlandish shit? Mm, look at the study found that there is one commonality driving all of these buttoned up behaviors. They're lame. Today's overly scheduled and phone obsessed youths are less likely to engage in face to face hang time meeting. That's also true. When are you going to buy Natasha a phone? Well, I don't know. Are I'm you going to buy Natasha a phone? Yeah, I mean, her mother and I have discussed that. Would you be better if baby mama bought her one before you could? Hell yeah. Sent? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's right, a discussion right. we both have, you know? That's, uh, she has an iPad now, and that's how she communicates with us, but a phone is a whole different. Bevel, you know. What about you, man? I know your kid's like two and shit. But By the time he's old enough for something, they're probably like fucking telepathically communicating or some shit. But I don't even know. Like, go ahead, dude. He's two, so like this what technology is Michigan? moving so no. quick. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just worried about him having access to technology at all because he wasn't water. He drank in Michigan, dog. There's no way that was water. The findings deduce that drinking, which can lead to cannabis use and sex, happens most in the unstructured Sign and prison social activities. Please. Today's kids are much less party hardy than the past <laughs> generations. 80% of Americans' 10th graders in the 90s reported attending a rager with friends at least once a month. This is true. They were known as kickbacks. kickbacks. We would have them at our house when my parents would leave and they... Bless their soul. My parents would fucking leave us with my abuelita, bro. My abuelita speaks like two words of English, and it's yes and no. And that's all she fucking knew. The entire party, she's going, no, no. We would would have like backyard. What do you know? They locked her up. Dude, I grew up in Bonita, so it was like, it was... Uh, it, was a corn, it was a cornucopia of people, bro. I've said that shit twice. I fucking, I'm on a sick one on that one. There was like mixed races. It was the most diverse uh, school in the U.S. when I was there, like in the late 90s. Voted. Official, dog. So when we had parties, it was a little bit of everything, bro. It was a little bit of everything. And my sister went to school with me one year. So she and her friends would charge at the door. We charge $5 for the dudes. You get a cup. Chicks come in free, you know? Like that Blink-182 song. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah? Yeah, the party song. Okay. What a weirdo. And um, <laughs> so we would charge a dog, and we would have these parties, and my abuelita would get nervous. Mi hijo, ¿qué andas haciendo? Hay mucha gente aquí. Was, abuelita, like, go to your room. Like, it's all good. Hey, no, I'm going to have it. Go to your room. So, Mi hijo, es que hay gente en la barca fumando. And I was like, abuelita, no pasa nada. It's all good. And we'd lock her in her room. I feel bad now, bro. I feel but bad now. Well-behaved child, right? Yeah. It, 
uh, entrepreneurial spirit would be another way to fucking describe it. Dog. Did you we at least were, like kick her some like cash from the party? Like, no, my grandma was a rat because on occasion <laughs> some people would come in and use the bathroom upstairs, which was completely off limits. Mm. And then, mijo, esa muchacha solvian el baño. Yeah, bro, she would fucking. We knew everything, fool. My grandma, she was on board. She was low key. Back she's locked in the room. What she do? Looking through the keyhole? She wouldn't come out. No, we didn't lock it. How am I going to lock my grandma? Fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you? We just close the door. She would open it, bro. She's 96 now, but back then she was like in her mid-70s. She was still old, though. She was a sprite. Yeah, no. She's probably coming down stealing beers. Dude, my dad's going to be 70 this year, and I feel like like that motherfucker's Your still mobile. Your dad would mobile. definitely come yeah. down and steal beers. Oh, my dad would hang out, bro. Yeah. No, bitch, we're going to do a shotgun, do it like this. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but yeah. They had a moment at the party, remember? Yeah, you and my dad were conversing. You Sorry, miss your dad? he likes me better. Did, yeah. <laughs> my dad loves everyone better, bro. Don't, don't not on the last show, bro. Don't don't touch on my fucking my my emotional side with my family, dog. My dad. <laughs> oh, he wants to, well, oh, he you want to borrow brother, my dad, right? motherfucker? No, I'm good. <laughs> can, after that interaction, I saw I'm good. For five man. dollars, I'm not, I'm not for five dollars, I can have him call you on New Year's Eve and be like, "Hey, Miko, I hope you had a great New Year's Eve." <laughs> Will he tell me he's proud of me? Yeah. For $10. Okay. For $10. For example, adolescence cigarette smoking declined more than 80% from 1990s. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I'll take that. That one you're okay with. I'm okay I'm with that smoking. one, bro. Right. Uh, in England, young people claiming that they've drank alcohol within the past week dropped from 25% in 2003 to 8% in 2014. Because they like don't count that's beer true. as alcohol, right? Like everybody drinks beer out there. They do, but I mean, there's some countries in... in, in it's not in, that binge level drinking. In Europe where kids are... Groomed is not the right word. But they're taught to drink at an early age, so they know how to drink. They have a style of beer called table beers, mm -hmm. and table beers are usually like 3% and under. And if you're in Belgium, bro, like you're seven, eight years old, and you're having a pint of, of table beer. Damn. Yeah, and you're just learning how to drink. It's just That's a wee, wee. We romanticize the binge drinking yeah, as bro. opposed to over there. That's what happens. We, we romanticize like limit people from every things. fucking vice. Joe Camel. Oh, it's cool to smoke a cigarette. Fuck, I want a cigarette right now. The Marlboro Man. How do you say Marlboro Man? How do you say that shit? <laughs> I say Marlboro. Marlboro Man. Marlboro. Smoking. You're like, oh, he's so dreamy. He looks like fucking Luke Perry. Dylan McKay, you know, like, fuck. Ooh, he like wears a rebel, denim jackets. Bro. I you feel know? like you have to bring up Luke Perry once every episode. R.I.P., dog. R.I.P. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we romanticize it here. All of the vices, drinking this. I want. I tell wife, he's like, if my kids are gonna do weed, which they're fucking gonna do, because we're sponsored by Grasshopper on Tuesdays, it's thirty percent off. Three pre rolls for twelve dollars. Make sure you head on down there and get your New Year started right. Choker Tuesday. We want to make sure they smoke with us. I want my kids to smoke with us. I want my kids to drink with us. I want my kids to know their limitations. I don't want my kids, respectfully, to get white girl crazy at a fucking kegger and fucking. I see pictures of them getting held by their toes drinking a kid. No, no, no. My kids are gonna be like, that's silly. I know how to drink a pint and I'm gonna be all right. I want them to know their limits. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's wrong, but I think that's what we're gonna now. fucking do. It is out there. Wifey knows. She's, come on. Rules have gone tougher. When it comes to booze and alcohol, laws passed since the 1990s have made it harder to use and get both these things. Barrage of advertising campaigns have, see? We're not dumb. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> these efforts have had proven and demonstrated an effect on reducing consumption among young people. Blah, 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 Gen Z's or weenies, blah, 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 no more afters. Ba basically, like, these kids ain't doing shit because they're in front of a phone. Right. They're in front of a phone. Also because they're being recorded by everybody else's phone. Yeah, like, there's something to be said about that. When I, I passed out at a party in high school, people had camera phones, but it wasn't like we had fucking Instagram to immediately make you famous for being the passed Bro, out Bro, I guy. looked like a fucking Nintendo character if there was a picture of me going around at a party. <laughs> it was like all pixelized. Like, that's you. was like, nah, yeah, that like an unlocked character in a video game. We still deniability <laughs> back then, but now. That motherfucker looks 25% Filipino. I'm obviously only 10%. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it was a whole 4K videos. Like, yeah. they're not. Plus, look, and then we get these kids so, like, 
freaked out by Desensitized. like Alf, Alf on the shelf. He's watching everything you do. Oh, Fucking yeah. Snoop on a stoop. He's getting high. You're not <laughs> like these kids are so used to just having people look and observe so and Snoop watch. Snoop is prevalent at your house as well. Dude, no, no, Snoop things out here, bro. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like these yeah. kids are under constant surveillance. Their phones, their computers, their laptops, their fucking PlayStations. Under constant all surveillance. Of the conspiracy, things, bro. Conspiracy. Or maybe theory. we're just good parents. Go ahead. We're just the fucking you said best we. generation of parents. I'm a parent now. I'm pretty good. Go ahead. But I'm saying maybe we raised them right. Maybe we go these ahead. conversations. Sounds like your fucking mother in law raised them. Fool. We haven't done shit with your kid, dog. He's with me always. Yeah, he's right there. He's right there. <laughs> but I'm saying like maybe these conversations. The only thing your kid shares with you with is a good kids. credit score, fool. <laughs> Aside from a good credit score, <laughs> you're not even that good. You're fucking kid. Good. We gotta take it. Yeah, bro. Your what's last name is Yahweh, Vera. My Yahweh is the fucking Southwest kerfuffle. Uh, I know yeah. you guys have been paying attention because you were worried if I was kerfuffle, dog. He hit us with. Luckily, I flew Delta, but we have a friend out there that got stuck. Look at that dick drop, Miss Maggie. Brennan. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> but we fucking, uh, we saw all that shit going on and I looked it up while we were flying. I was like, damn, they're stuck here till Friday. They got stuck. So if you were, you know, trying to fly out, what, like at Monday through Friday, you were just stuck wherever you were. Yeah. And now they're letting people out. But also while this was going on, people were trying to buy other tickets and mm -hmm. it was getting not necessarily price gouged, but you know, like when sure. demand goes up, the price goes well, up. It's already bad enough during the holidays. How much right? would you have paid to come back from Michigan? 500 bucks per person. Yeah, yeah. That's probably be my limit. If oh. it was more than five hundred bucks, I'd be like, "Well, we're not coming back." But luckily, <laughs> we're living in fucking Michigan up. now, kid. <laughs> yeah. Put down residency, guys. Well, the snow's we're gone now. I got now. a picture. I was like, "Wow, that's fucking." It I snows a lot grass. in Michigan. Yeah, it goes yeah. on and off. It's oh, like man. uh like fucking what cold places do. <laughs> people shit on California wow. and they Thank talk about that. that's Lesson why people, people are li <laughs> leaving California, Southern California, bro. Uh, I had a tank top on for Christmas Day. Hello, things are good here. Right, we don't have like minus ten degree weather here. Mm. I will say this: I was worried about the cold, but it's not as bad as I thought. I've never been in like that kind of cold or snow or really? shit. Really, never. I went to like snowboarding, but it's like fifty degrees out still. So, sure. Like, so you know, snowboarding a t-shirt, but like I was out there in like seventeen. I was doing the snow plow and shit, the snow blower thingy. That was fine. Are you talking about cocaine or I don't know, yeah. man? <laughs> it's, a, it's a new sex move. DJ? Yeah. Oh wow! Let's no. do this. Let's take a break. Okay. Let's bring a legend on the show. Oof. And let's fact check Casa stories. Yeah. <laughs> That's really this cool. motherfucker. He he's outlandish. Oh, and 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 I know um, the bravery. And um, I was their fucking drummer for I a while. I was in Modest Mouse. Um, Blink One Eighty Two before <laughs> they went to Travis Barker. It was if me. Take, if you take off the helmet of Daft Punk, oh, that's me. Man. He's both of them. <laughs> Bunko Nine. It was me. I I'm was a lot. I was a punk. lot lighter when I was younger. They named the band after me. Fucking guy. I'm Rocket Gwen from Stefani. They were named Rocket from the Casas before. <laughs> Happy birthday, dog. <laughs> Happy birthday, guys. Let's, let's take a fucking break and we'll come back with Miss Hillary. <laughs> We're professionals. Professionals right Welcome. there, dog. There's no better song to come back to than mm. a little bit of Dawn of Time. You're listening to Trouble Seas, <laughs> Dawn of Time. Tony Ray tell us they're getting close to the new album? They're getting close to their new album. Like, every time I talk to them, it's a, a month delayed. But it's getting close, bro. Because we're making a beer. We're making a beer with Tribal right. Seeds, and it's going to be um, right when they release their new album. So it's going to be hand in hand. Boom, boom, Sorry. boom, bro. So 
I feel weird talking music, though, in front of, like, professionals. Oh, you're being judged. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, every now and then, we are blessed with actual legends in the fucking headquarters actual here, dog. Behind the microphone, yeah. Today is one of those days. We have Hillary Donay from the legendary 91X visiting us here in our little South Town home. Oh, my Thank goodness. Thank you for coming in, one. Thank you for having me. How many planes did you have to take to get down here to Chula Vista? <laughs> Can I tell my story? I told Caesar Please. out front. So I uh, overslept a little bit because I'm taking this whole week off. That's another story. But um, so I was like, I'm going to go to, is it mm, Cakes? Mm. Cakes. And I was like, <laughs> I am going to, I'm, I'm, I was going to like buy a bunch of like pastries and stuff and bring them and be like, what's up, everybody? Here's all these treats. And they in the car. Do you need help? We can get them from your car if you need help. No. I, so I pulled up out problem. front. That I was. It was like 10 minutes to 11. And I said, okay, if there's parking, I will stop and I'll get stuff to bring. And there was no parking. So then I had to pull over and like Google map the address you sent me. And it was like 15 minute drive. I was like, what? And then on the way here, every red light, every slow driver, I was behind. So I'm so sorry. I hate being late. That's what happens when you travel to Mexico. <laughs> but when you arrived here, we are on Mexican time. So, you know, Very throw, in a, throw in a 15 minute break every yeah. now and then. You know, we always start at 11. Wink. It's usually 11.15. We don't have much. Yeah, there is. But where are you coming from? Are you coming from North uh, County? No, no, PB. Oh, okay. I live in PB. I don't know why I thought nah. you lived in North County. I think all white people live in North County. <laughs> you really do. I feel, I feel like all white people live in Carlsbad. I did a stint, or, yeah. did a stint in North County. A but stint? Uh, I did a stint. <laughs> spent some time. What kind of drug is that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a stint. It sounds like the Michigan weed that he brought back over here. I spent some time there. Um, no, I live in, in PB. Uh, and I've, you know, when I first moved here, I moved to Mission. I've lived, this is like my second time living in PB. Lived in Claremont. So how is of, it living in PB? It seems bananas. Um. Well, so we're kind of in the you know away from the bananas. Yeah, don't part. give out your address. Here's some. <laughs> my <laughs> address is <laughs> Costa Brava. <laughs> I love Costa Brava. Best restaurant Dude, in all we go San Diego. All the time. Wifey and I go when that whenever we don't have the kids. Let's go to Costa Brava. I copied one of their tapas for Christmas uh, dinner. Which we had one? a bunch of family over. The bacon wrap dates, dude. We the just bacon wrap dates time. are amazing. Oh mm-hmm. my god! And they're the nicest guys. The same yes. guys every time you go, and they're like, "What's up here? We'll get you a seat." Like, love. Oh, well, now I'm heartbroken. Costa Brava. <laughs> they give me that same fucking service every time I go. I was like, "Hey, it's Steve." Why, do I, why am I making them sound Italian? Do do? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Costa to Costa Brava. Costa Brava. French a second ago. Oh, man. Best restaurant in San Diego. We go there for everything. Even our kids go now. It's it's amazing, man. It's so good. Tell us about all things Hillary. How did you start? Why did you start? Where did you start? When did you start? I'm very nosy. I'm very inquisitive. I want to know it all. All good. That's all good. Um, I grew up in the LA area. So up there, there's a South Bay. It's like Manhattan, Hermosa, Redondo Beach. Call it South Bay up there. Home of Pennywise. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I actually, in, in high school, Pennywise would play some of our high school parties. Look at that. Huh? Look at the, that. Did you discover them, Casas? You, he was the one that booked them. Look at this guy, dog. I, <laughs> Luke yeah. Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guy. <laughs> He's also he from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> but grew up listening to uh, great radio up there, like K-Rock. And there was an old metal station called KNAC mm. that... Uh, isn't around any longer, but back then it was like the, you know, heavy metal station. And, and I loved all of that and loved punk rock, Pennywise, Descendants, all the like South Bay that we call the our South Bay up there. 
punk rock and stuff. And so, um, and there was like uh, KXLU out of Loyola Marymount was this little college station, super in- indie rock and, and punk rock and stuff. Loyola so Marymount. Liking all that. Home of Hank Gathers oh. and Bo You're Kimball. Right. My sister What's works up? there mm-hmm. now. It's weird. I know a lot of shit, guys. It's <laughs> useless. Really it's useless, yeah. but he I know a lot it. of random shit. When it comes up in a yeah. situation. <laughs> Loyola Marymount. Yes. Hank Gathers. Totally. Bo Kimball. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So uh so I I thought and I was really into music. Really loved music growing up too. And so um when I was still in high school, I, I just like one day was like listening to the radio, thought the DJs were so cool. And like, they're always, ta- it seemed like they're always like hanging out with rock stars and going to concerts and like having fun and sounding good. And so I thought, uh, like, why not do that job? Like that sounds like the coolest job in the world. Like, why wouldn't I want to do that? So when I started college, I got involved at the college radio station and it was at UC Irvine, and so it was close enough to L.A. I got myself a couple internships, so I would go to school, and then I would drive up when I didn't have class to hustle, hustle, record hustle. labels for sure and radio stations. And when I was like a sophomore in college, I ended up sort of talking our way into a pre-party before a Megadeth and Suicidal Tendencies concert Jeez, at Long wow. Beach Arena. My friend and I, he, he kind of knew... Because he called in a lot, the morning show guy at KNAC, this metal station in Long Beach. And so he sort of dropped his name, and we somehow talked <laughs> our way into this pre party and saw the morning show host. His name was Thrash, is Thrasher. That's we walked great right up to him. Name. Yeah, for sure. BJ's are Thrashers. Look at that guy. <laughs> Look at that guy. Yeah. Thrasher. And, um, Thrasher and he's Latino. the nicest guy in the world. I, I love him, and I give him so much credit because we walked up to him at this like pre party before the concert, and I just said, I will work for you someday. Boom. Like, mark my words. Hell I'm going to work yeah. at KNAC. Like, that is what I want to do. And he liked that. And he liked that I was in college radio and stuff. So he said, here's this number. Call, get an, you know, get an internship, connect with this gal, and she'll, you know, get you set up. Gave and you so, the blueprint. He gave yeah, you everything. he just said, here's, and, and like, I, you know, you should work on the morning show, whatever. So that's how I got in. And my first, like, interview, I said, I will empty the trash. Like, whatever it takes to be here, I just want to be here. And so um, I got involved in their internship program at KNAC. And and back then you could like kind of like I would work for like three months in promotions and three months in, you know, answering the request lines. I Learning was, it all. Yeah. Wow. Every little thing. Departments. Exactly. And then in college radio, I hosted a punk rock show uh, called Fear and Loathing in Orange County <laughs> and yeah. was Oi. like super into that. And so... One day, the program director of KNAC, he's like, hey, you know, can you come into my office? I want to talk to you about some stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, is my career over? The before jig is even started? <laughs> Yeah, like, what did I do? You know, worried. And he said, hey, I think we should have like a punk rock specialty show on KNAC. Would you want to host it and program it? And I was like, you know, thought I had won the lottery. So I was like, <laughs> of course, Yes. So I remember this was before cell phones. I drove, I left the building, pulled over at like a Chevron, called my mom from a payphone, and was like, guess what? You know, <laughs> where is there a phone? I need to find a phone. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So uh, I started doing that, did this little, it was called the Punk 60. It was a one hour punk rock show. Oh, uh, yeah. It was Wednesday nights at midnight. What's that playlist look like? What, what uh, was on there? What were you spinning? Well, I had like Eric from No Effects came in. I had it because it was Eric LA. Melvin. So yeah. yeah, it was like, no, it was uh, not Eric, it was the other. Other guy, not Eric Melvin. Stinky. Was, 
El Jefe. Not Fat El Mike. Jefe, not Fat Mike. It was, the, was it the drummer? Who was it? Anyhow, it was one Stinky of the Stinky is also guys, Stinky right? is Eric as well. Yeah, yeah for that's sure. That's what I thought. I yeah. knew it was an Eric. He makes you. surfboards now. He shapes surfboards. Huh. No shit. Yeah. yeah, like a legit, like, profitable business. That's cool. Good for him. <laughs> More useless shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, I just it's like, it just reappears. Do not play this man trivial pursuit. <laughs> really? Huh? Yeah. Luke Perry has made an appearance. So those guys would just pop so, in and hang yeah, out. Yeah, I had different. Greg Ginn came on and like different, you know, oh, yeah. it was I and I was like this kid. I was like 21. Just these are my heroes, you yeah. know, and and would come on and be on the show and whatever. And so I thought and then eventually I started doing overnights. Like when people would call in sick, other DJs, they would be like, hey, can you do midnight to 6 a.m.? I'm in. So, yes, of Let's course, go. I would do it. And I, you know, I made a lot of mistakes on the air and messed up. But I thought this is it. Like when I graduate college, I'm naive, very naively like, oh, I'll just be a DJ at KNAC and that'll be my job and all this stuff. Well, it was sold my senior year and, uh, <sighs> and the new owners decided to change the format. And like our last hour on the air is KNAC last day, like Lars and James from Metallica came down. I remember I was, everyone was crying because we had produced like all this really sad, like, memories over the years to to play on the air and at one point I was like totally crying and Lars reached over and he was like are you okay? What is my life, Lars from Metallica? It was trying to console you, yeah. Totally. So that was a subtle dig drop. This one time, just hanging out with Metallica. shoulders. I was hanging out with Metallica. He's like, you know when you were crying earlier and BJ tried to console you? I had Lars, and then Hillary was like, "You'll soon cry too." Napster. Napster. And if you don't want stories, I want I all of the stories. stories. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, that was funny. But then, yeah, that station went off the air. I thought, okay, I'm just going to get a job at like Starbucks or whatever mm. when I graduate college. And then the program director of that station got hired to start an alternative station in Denver, hired me to do midnight to 6 a.m., six nights a week, and a, a three-hour punk show out there. That's where you cut your teeth. It seems like that, yeah. that time frame is like, Her, you're going to yes, learn how to be totally. a radio DJ. And the thing is, that doesn't really exist anymore. Okay. It's all automated now. Mm. So it was a great way for like people who wanted to be DJs to make all the mistakes. I said, fucking on the air one night, like at three o'clock in what the happened? morning. Nothing. People crashed cars, <laughs> airplanes Once came out of the sky. <laughs> I was I still remember it too, because I think it like, you know how trauma gets into your cells and like changes. I mean, I will never forget it. I was playing Can't Wait One Minute More by Civ in the oh middle my God. of the night. So the song ended and I go, that song is fucking awesome. And then I was like, You weren't wrong. We're not allowed to cuss on this show either. I thought I was gonna I you know, I thought for sure someone's gonna like tell on me and I'm gonna be that's it. Nothing. I'm gonna be done. Nothing. Nah. Thank FCC God. dropping out the FCC dropping out of the ducks or something. Like you were, <laughs> yeah. We heard you. I don't know. I don't know. So thank God uh nothing happened. But yeah, then I worked there for about a year and a half and then that same program director had worked at 91X in the past and he moved out here, got hired to program 91X. This is in 1997 and and called me and said, do you want to come do afternoon drive? 97 and, is when you yeah. cruise through yeah. to 91X. That is awesome. Moved to Mission Beach. I can't think 91X without thinking Hillary, in all honesty. Yeah. No, no, that's that's a fact. That is true. Thank like you. If you think 91X, like, oh, Hillary. Hillary. Yeah, like I feel like it does go hand in hand. And, and that's so kind. And to be transparent, because he texted me and he goes... So do I refer to her as 
91 X Hillary or Hillary at <laughs> Real 91 talk. X. And I'm like, believe <laughs> me when I, 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 I didn't know what to call you. Oh how that guy was like, oh my God. You know, like no. usually I had like, you know, weenies that come up here and I can clown on them, you know, but like the last two weeks, hey, man, it's like we've had Bobby try. Well, no, like the last two weeks, it's like I've had fucking Bobby come in and it's like, all right. And then now I have Hillary. I was like, oh all right. Oh my gosh. I got it. Very kind. You know what yeah. we're going to bring? We're going to fucking bring in Paulina or somebody next week. <laughs> <laughs> Put her in the hot seat. There so you, you came down in 97. 97. I was like 24 maybe at the time. So three years experience roughly under your belt. Uh, yeah, right. And uh, and But at the time also, 91X was like, we had like Brian Schock was our program director. This guy, Malcolm Riker, I think he did Middays and he did imaging. And he's worked with like uh, Rock 105 for mm-hmm. years now. I think he's still in San Diego. He's an awesome guy. And uh, so it was like those two and then like our sales department, like Paulina and stuff. Um, but then the rest of us were super young and kids and like, it was so fun. And we would just rage together on the weekends. We always just went to shows, Tim Piles and, you know, went to concerts together, slept on each other's couches. Like, it, you know, played the craziest shit on the air, like had so the much The heyday fun. of radio. So you guys were doing the yes. action. You were living out almost famous. It was so fun, dude. It was so fun. Like w- one of my shows, it was because I did 3 to 7 p.m. I just decided one day I was like going through random stuff in the studio and found like this CD, you know, back when you still played CDs, of all these different sound effects. And it was like ocean waves and seagulls. And I was like, oh. So I did this whole show one afternoon. I pretend, I told listeners that I was broadcasting from my apartment in Mission Beach. And so I had like wave sounds in the background. And I'd be like, well, you guys keep it down. And kept up the whole thing for, you know, like my neighbors were partying and whatever. But I was sitting in the 91X studio and I had friends like go by my apartment, like, Hey, you weren't there? Like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, no, I was just messing it's around. Sure. It's the magic of radio, guys. So Relax. Magical. It was so magical. It doesn't sound like you were ever intimidated by being thrust into, like, the drive-time radio in San Diego. Like, there was never a level of intimidation Oh, with God, that. sure there was. For sure. Right. Self-imposed or from people around you in the 91X? Is it is it difficult? Well, coming to 91X was definitely intimidating because it's such a legendary station. And at that point, it had been around a long time, you know, since 83. And so... Growing up in Southern California, certainly I knew what 91X is, saw the stickers all the time, had listened here and there when I could pick it up. So I was going to ask, does it, did it reach oh up yeah, in the South Bay area? For sure, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. yeah, if the weather was right. Yeah. And still does. <laughs> and still does. I'll get calls from the, the lifeguards at Zuma Beach used to call me regularly when like the weather was just right. They'd be like, what's up? We're listening. Play us something. So it's trippy. It's it's 100,000 watts out of Tijuana, so it's like it goes far. You, know? yeah, you can't really. Insane. There's not a lot of radio signals that are as powerful anymore. And so, um, anyhow, super intimidated because the, there's so many legends at 91X, you know, um, Halloran, Robin, Mad Max. They're so, you know, over the years. And uh, so, yeah, I just felt like this crazy kid. Get, I couldn't believe my luck. You know, it was so fun. How'd you take it to the next level? How did you become the queen of 91X? Like, oh, it sounds like it's God. years in the making, but you... Luck. A yeah? Whole, a lot of luck okay. and hard work, you know. I, um... Yeah, I was there 2000... No, I was there 97 to 2006. In that time, I... I Muckley was our music director. I started... Um, being his assistant music That's director. crazy. All these names I do remember from yeah. high school. This is my just, era. Oh. This was my era. Waking up listening to either Howard Stern or the morning show on 91X. Yeah. And then just saying, all right, boom, boom, boom. That's why I learned about all these things. I heard Blink-182 for the first time on 91X when I was oh, in high yeah. school. Unwritten Law Blue Room yeah, on 91X when I was sure. little. I was like, oh, shit. 
Yeah, I have a funny Blink story. Okay. So we did. Yeah. Pay attention, BJ. I'm, listening. <laughs> I'm about to name drop, by the way. Here we go. Uh, you, when you're listening to the radio and you hear a uh, rock star, or whatever, go like, hey, this is Robert Smith from The Cure, and you're listening to 91X, right? Mm-hmm. You know, those who play in between songs. They're called IDs. So I have an ID from Blink 182, and in it, Mark's like, you're listening to Hillary. She's seen me naked. 91X, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's actually a true story. He is not lying. When I was, so 91X, when I first got there, was the studios were so crappy and tiny and on Pacific Coast Highway and like the train used to run. Steve West used to smoke pot and it would drift down the hallway and like. Steve West. Yeah. Oh. Rest in peace. Another legend. I wish, I wish yeah. we were doing that. Yeah. Sure, oh, my sure. God. Oh, yeah. Fired up. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, the studios were like, were really small. And but where the DJ stood, there was kind of like this half counter, like about this tall. If I was standing up, okay. uh, right by the door. So when bands came in, they kind of stood behind this counter thing, and there was like a microphone them there for them to share. And then the DJ was kind of here with the mixer board in front of us. So Blink One Eighty Two comes in. They're big, but they're not like massive quite yet. You know, maybe it was like their first record we were playing, and. Uh, and they're you they're so freaking goofy and just dicking around the whole uh-huh. time, right? And so at one point, Mark takes his pants off and uh just drops trow. Canceled. However <laughs> Allegedly. Well, yeah. From where I was standing, Bye, thank you for the Thank you for drink, the drinks, Cece. Cece. Love you. So okay. Hey, look at it's Lars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is a remarkable upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I've never looked better. <laughs> Big news. Uh, so, so anyhow, he's standing there, and they're just like goofing off, and and but I couldn't see anything because of the counter. So I knew his pants were, you know, down around his ankles because he was telling me, and they were all like laughing and making a thing out of it. But I didn't see anything, so it's no big deal. I was like, whatever. Wrap up the interview. They take off. My boss, Brian Shock, the program director, walks in, and he was like. What he he kind of had a temper. He was so pissed on my behalf. Like he's like, "What the fuck was that? How dare he?" Like he was raging mad that Mark would do that. I guess to me, right, or put me in that position. Who's he yelling at though? At Mark? Uh, No, 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 not no. They took off. He's kind of just ranting. He was like, "He was so mad." So I know he called the record label or management or whatever because the next day I cruise into work and there's like this huge gift basket from the record label full of like lotions and bath salts and (laughs) you know potpourri and all this shit and it's like Hillary like really sorry Blink 182 (laughs) so I got a lovely gift basket if I complain every time BJ takes his pants off will you send me stuff I give you joints I am not his management bro you're gonna have to ask Fernanda oh man Blink 182 is a crazy Band and story to, yeah. to go through in San Diego because I remember being youngsters going out to watch them play in Al Cajon. I would drive all the way to Al Cajon to watch them play at uh, Soul Kitchen. There huh. was a spot called the Soul Kitchen in Al Cajon, uh-huh. and these guys played before like any of their major stuff came out, and they would get a two, two liter bottle of Mountain Dew and pour it on their head uh-huh. and then start playing. And we're like, oh wow, these guys are lame. Ten years later, <laughs> ten years later, it's like Jesus Christ, man. They're on TRL. They're doing all the things. That's San Diego, though, bro. Yeah. San Diego is such like an epicenter for for a lot of cool shit, including the music scene, True. you know. And being somebody that was at that epicenter must be rad as 
fuck. It was, it was, it, it has been, yeah, it was and is so fun. Um, certainly a little more back in the day. I, I just, yeah, I feel super lucky. Has it tempered know? down a bit or? I don't know if it has or I have, mm. you know what I mean? As I've gotten a, a little um, older and more socially awkward and like I'm a parent now, you know, I don't go to shows as much as I used to. Like I used to, that was like all I did, you know, I still do, but like. Um, so I'm not as much in the scene, but back then, it, yeah, it felt like something with like Bucko Nine, Sprung Monkey, POD, you know, Unwritten Law, Blink One Eighty Two, Rocket from the Crypt, Lucy's all the like, code, yes, all, all Three Mile Pilot, mm. all you know, um, Pinback. There was so like that seemed like yeah, a really good time for it. It was fun. Was there any a moment of like arrival for you with somebody that you interviewed that you were just like, holy shit, this is my life? Yeah, there's been a few. Um, I mean, I don't want to sound super lame and name drop a whole, I don't know. The wor- one it. of my worst interviews and, and <laughs> was, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony Kiedis. Oh no. And, and, and Flea has since redeemed him with a, a much better interview many years later. But, uh, yeah, that was also at the old, that was one where I was like, I, so in college, Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out when okay. I was in college. Okay. Yeah. I listened to it on repeat. I loved that record. I loved the Chili Peppers, Mother's Milk, and, and Freaky Styly and all their stuff. Loved this band. And they were coming to play with Stone Temple Pilots here in Chula oh, Vista. It was when it was Coors Amphitheater. It it's been all of the things. Right? It's been all of, totally. it's been Emo Brown. It's been Emo Brown <laughs> fucking <laughs> stadium for a little That's bit. What we should call Jesus it. Christ. <laughs> they were playing at the Emo Brown Amphitheater. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and we'll, I was we'll like there. so excited, so stoked. That was one where I like and this this is in the late nine probably early two thousands okay. that this happened. And could not believe my luck that I was getting to be the one to interview Anthony Kiedis, you know. And he uh, came into the tiny 91X studio and I was like so nervous and shaking and had all these questions and was like so excited and, you know, couldn't sleep the night before, was going to the concert that night, like so stoked to see them live. And it was just a terrible interview. He, I, you know, I don't want to throw him completely under the bus, but he brought a gal with him and they made out, snuggled, talked to each other <laughs> in this what? tiny little room between like the, when I wasn't like actually talking to him on the air, he would Pinchy like horny and like, Anthony Kiedis, like, bro. Fucking horny <laughs> yeah. guy, Anthony Kiedis, bro. He was. They were, Louise. They were like, and I was just standing there like twiddling my thumbs like, this is so awkward. I am in a tiny room with these two and they oh. want to just make out and yeah. giggle. And that he, happens a lot with what? BJ and Steve. Oh, They're just sitting here like, what am I doing? I bet. Why am it's I so here? awkward, yeah, isn't why it? Am I here? So we invite awkward. you. So um, then, and then when we would go on the air and I would like ask him questions like, so, because I was such a huge fan and, you know, asked him like what I thought were, re- I wanted to like, not waste his time. I want to sure. do that with artists. Like I'm, I'm, I like to be prepared. I care, you know, I don't want to waste their time and I want to get good, interesting, cool information out of them. So I like would ask him a question and he would just be like, yeah. No way. Oh, what a God. weenie. Oh my, my God. heart would sing. Dude. And oh. I, I finally just stopped the, you know, I wrapped it up super early. I was like, all right, thanks for coming. Like, 
And we asked him to do IDs, and his manager was like, he doesn't do IDs. And we're like, oh, no. So then that night, I had tickets to their show I'd been looking forward to for like months. Fuck these fools. (laughs) I remember just sitting there, like, looking it up, and I'm like, fucking disappointed me so much. I was so. Never meet your hero, Caesar. You see him every Monday right across from you. That's definitely, yeah. (laughs) Love you, cousins. Damn it. That's probably the worst one. And then I, I got Is that to, a common tale, though? Some no, of these guys, some no. of these, no? Well, no. That, that one stands out because most of the time, people are very cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a few that have some attitude or whatever. It kind of depends on the situation. But I, I got to interview Flea just a couple of years ago when they played the sports arena, and he was awesome. And it was so thoughtful. And actually, this is the first time this ever happened to me. We go, we're like, Downstairs. This was really sweet. I had my daughter with me. She's almost 16 now, but she was like seven or eight at the time. And I'm like, we're going to go see this band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And <laughs> we're going to go like, you know, backstage and you have to be like well behaved. She's a good, no, good be egg, cool. for sure. So be she, cool. she was like, got it, mom, got it. And so like the guy from their like management company, I have a picture of him like, you know, walking her back. And it was just That's very rad. sweet. <laughs> That's so rad. we're like backstage at the sports arena, whatever. There's all these green rooms and they're like, okay, Flea, you'll be ready in five minutes, whatever. So I go sit in the green room. Flea walks in, super warm. He, you know, he, he, those guys have a long history with 91X too. Okay. So he's like, what's up? It's cool. You know? Okay. And he goes, um, can I just have a minute to meditate before we start this Ooh. interview? And I was like, Yes. Yeah. Of yes. You're flea, dude. I love that. And Do whatever so you want. He sat there. He sat on his chair and he closed his eyes. And again, it's just me and him in the room. And I'm like right there, you know. And so I closed my eyes. I was like, well, I'm going to take a minute to meditate too, flea. Oh, yeah. And so we sat there with our eyes closed. And then I was like, kind of kept opening mine like, are his eyes open yet? Is he done? Is he done? <laughs> Is he done? Is he done? <laughs> like, what do I do? And, uh, and then finally he's like, all right, thank you. Let's, you know, Let's okay, go. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was so mellow and chill, and it was great. So, I anyhow, nothing less out of redeemed, All right, cool. Okay, back to even keel. Back to even keel. Yes. Uh, yes. Are you going to see them when they come back here? I'm, I'm actually not a huge fan of their newer stuff. And uh, I honestly, I think it was tough, man. I had been such a huge fan, and it, like, it made me sick to my stomach that experience when it happened. And I just was like, <gasps> never really got back into them. Uh, it's too bad. I have so. a Hillary story. What? Go ahead, go ahead. Let me tell you about is the it killers. Is about me discovering no, the is, killers? Yeah. No, this is before that. But uh, I, because I, I thought I was like a like manager, music manager guy. You so were, boy. You didn't so think. Was, so there was a local band called Lualta. Mm. And so I was hustling to get them on to the um, X-Fest, you know? To get them on X-Fest. And, uh, and uh, it was just funny because I, I think Hillary had a call, the singer, to tell them that we won, right? So he called him, and the, and the dude was dropping off the kids at the pool, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, but, but, so I found that recording. I think I said it to yeah, you. Yeah, you said that. 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 <laughs> That's so like, hey, you funny. won. He's all, Oh we'll have to post that shit, bro. No idea. That's so funny. Damn, that's like the third time you've dropped the name Lualta. Who is this fucking band? I remember at all? Oh that my name. God. Yeah, dude, they were like uh, they were like the San Diego Oasis. 
No. Pero, pero, oh. When Oasis was like at its peak, so it's kind of funny. But like Mexican Oasis? <laughs> yeah. El Oasis, yeah. cabrón. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lualtas, 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 Lualtas Street and uh, Bonita. So it's like, hey, take it easy. Hey, well, well, that's <laughs> my hood, bro. You know that, You're throwing up 91902. Oh, <laughs> that yeah, is crazy. That was funny. That was funny. Tell her about how you met the or you created the killer, yeah, bro. Yeah, we all. Oh, the killer. Please, yes. I said this on a podcast once, but you won't let me live it down. So I was hanging out a lot with the convoy guys from. Yeah, Carsig. I yeah. was gonna say, how yeah, Carsig, and then um, and so Sean had the studio on Morena Sean Boulevard. Cornell, uh, yeah, Cornell. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had the studio. All right, on your story checks out so far. Just keep the so, notes over here. So, uh, I was just like a hustler, you know. What I mean, I just wanted to be a part of something, and so Sean's like, "Hey, like, if you want to, re- you know, if you get stuff going and you want to record out of here, you know, you're more than welcome. You know what I mean? And I'll help you. You know, basically, like we would put out, let's say, compilations or something. You know, try sure. to do a little hustle." So I went to Vegas and I and I just I remember I went to Vegas and I didn't you know I wasn't into the the whole party scene or anything and and I remember uh, thinking to myself what's like uh what's like the Casbah in Vegas you know so I'm looking through like the reader thing and then there was this place called the Junkyard that had live music and I went and I uh, just watched this band do like an incredible set like to like ten people and then I was like dude you guys are awesome like you should come record at our place all like, grimy <laughs> fucking yeah. Here, sign yeah. this sign yeah, this yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and he's like, well, let's you meet. Use so let's meet, let's meet tomorrow and we'll talk. And I was like, yeah, yeah, where we want to meet. Then they're like, we work. So, you know, one guy worked at Banana Republic. The other guy was like uh, at the Quest Diagnostics, like transferring Holy the urine. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, urine and feces all around. And uh, they, yeah, let's meet at the center bar at, at the Hard Rock. And I met, and it was the, the two dudes. Who uh, called it earlier? Hard Damn, Rock guy. Who bro, called it earlier? Totally <laughs> Hard Rock. But does, are you who connected them with, like, Brian no. Carsing and the Oh, no, no. Well, like, I made that connection, and eventually they made the connection right. also and toured together and yes, all that. But, yeah. no, like, I basically just offered this them that. This fucking guy, fool. Look I, at him. I offered them, like, to record in San Diego. And then uh, during that time, I went on tour, tour managing the Dragons. So uh-huh. I was, I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was on tour with the dragons and then um they, they were giving me a call and they're like, hey, I need to talk to you. But I you know, this is like cell phones were barely. Like, hey, hold on, know? hold on. I got the rolling yeah, stones on the other line. Hold on. Hold on. I'm yeah, talking no, to Flea. No, hold no, on. No, no, no. Just like, you, you, didn't, you didn't have access Fucking like that. You're like Zach Morris, fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You didn't have access like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, so basically what happened is that a label from England called them and was like, yeah. hey, we want to sign you. But we don't have a budget for recording. And they're like, well, we have a guy in San Diego that will record us. He said for free. Mm. And so basically they couldn't get a hold of me and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, they Casas. They uh, <laughs> they threatened to go record with us because the, the label in England was like, well, can you guys ask your mom or something? You know, we get money somewhere because they wanted them to like a free and clear recording just sent to them so they could put out and they're independent. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of leveraged me offering them free recording to kind of like they used you, bro. Light a fire under, yeah. under the ass over there. They came, mm. the, the England label came up with some money, sent them to SF, and then they recorded that first. Like time. Without, so you, like, no <laughs> Without you, there's no killers. Without you, there's no killers, like, my so friend. So close, you know, people could have recorded that record, but I, didn't, I was having fun with the dragons. I mean, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that is so yeah, funny. Yeah. He still yeah. rolls with killers. Oh, let's see. I had a funny killers experience at the Circle Bar at the Hard Rock. Yeah, Hotel. that's where it all used to happen. <laughs> it like always happens. Dude, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. This is just a, a couple of years ago for the 10th anniversary of their Samstown album. So my husband is a huge Killers fan, always has been. So we're like, we we got to go to this. It'll be super cool because the, the Killers played like a few nights at the old Samstown Casino. And it was just Damn. like this hometown gig or whatever. So uh, we got tickets. We we flew out there. We 
the first night or whatever, I think we were staying at the Hard Rock, which is not the same as it used to be, but we were like, whatever, you know, we got a good deal on a room. So <laughs> we were going to go to dinner. Let's go have drinks at the Circle Bar downstairs before we go to dinner. And uh, it's dead, like super dead. And we're like, well, this is lame, whatever. We'll just sit here and order a drink and play a little video poker or whatever. So we're doing that. A couple guys roll up. I'm here. Let's say my husband is where you are kind of facing me and three dudes roll up right behind him and order drinks. There is no one else around. And I'm looking and, you know, we'd had a couple drinks and I'm like, that's that's fucking Brandon Flowers and like Ronnie Venucci or whatever. Like that's Holy the killers. Shit. So my husband, massive killers fan, you know, and and I'm like, um, Babe, don't turn around, but the killers are right behind you. And Eric he was Casas like, is right behind you. Mm-hmm. Eric, Eric Casas is here. Casas. Yeah. That's a great name, fool. Uh, and he's like, shut up. Like, ha-ha, that's funny. Nice try, whatever. Like, I'm like, dude, I swear to God, turn around. And so he did one of those, and he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> right there. That's awesome. But then, because I had a little liquid courage, I rolled up to him and and I'm like, "Hey, what's up? I'm I'm Hillary from 91X. I'm the music director. Just big fans. We're here for your shows, and they were so gracious. Awesome. Like we totally interrupted. Awesome. They were like, oh, you taught them well, guys. You taught them well. Good job. Good job. But they were like, dude, 91X has been so good to us over the years. Thank you. Like they were nice to us. And my husband, of course, was like, oh my god, just falling over. He was so stoked. So that, was, oh, that would be but, awesome. What is yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> the killers and uh, Circle Bar, though. That's funny. Well, it's funny. Oh, yeah. we, we're, we were talking to Woodsy about that, and he's like, I don't care that I'm supposed to be professional. I'm still a fan. You're going to fanboy. You're going to fanboy. Oh, my God. I get nervous. Like, yeah. I mean, for sure. It's exciting. Shout out, Woodsy. We love you, buddy. Where do you fall on the don't meet your heroes? Because oh, no. you've met a lot of your heroes, and you've got the goods and the bads, but like a lot of people say don't meet your heroes because it always yeah. disappoints you. How about you? Like, where do you I, fall on I that? mean, I really feel like it's only been like, a tiny handful of people that have been a bummer for the most part people are like surprise you with how cool they are because they're stoked too i think Hell a lot yeah, of the time they like be. they can't believe this yeah. is their life a lot of them i'm a know? rock star um, yeah. there's some that are like uh beck is kind of a tough nut to crack like he's you know there's a few of them that are but i don't know i still respect them as long as and they're I, not dicks and i'm sure like know? they're doing that over and over for the radio sure. interviews they're and so over it some yeah. of, no excuse it's caesar <laughs> no excuse, bro. You got to be on all the time. Dick. Hell yeah, it's a man. Cr- I think it can be totally grind, especially when there's like a new record out or whatever, and they just that's they have to do it over and over. So I do, and actually, the older I've gotten, the way less fear I have. So. I, I always say, no shame in my game, and I'll roll Hell up to yeah. whoever and be like, what's yeah. up, dude? I'm a huge fan. I don't even, you know, tell them the radio connection sometimes. I just, like, <laughs> go for it, because I'm like, I'll go. I met Coolio at the mall one time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Of Coolio made me so happy. So, uh, so he ended up, like, he came to Rex the Halls one year, or when we called it Frosty the Showman. Frosty the Showman. Frosty the showman. Yeah, yeah, at 4th and B back uh, in the day. R.I.P. 4th and B. Bro, the only place I could go watch Nas and in law, yeah. boy. Like it was crazy. I get the whole spectrum of music played there. It was yeah. but on one of the dopest shows I've ever seen there, man. One of the dopest shows. He pimped the car right there on stage. Wow. Did he really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I believe Jesus Christ. I was all in. I was all in. We got a perfect opportunity to get some more questions into you. Ooh. We have some questions from some of the people that support and follow us. 
Let's go with, let's see. Oh, Maggie Brennanen asks. Brennanen. Was there one particular situation, incident, that was the catalyst to have 91X go back to original formatting? Uh, was this a long, ongoing discussion for a while? Uh, e yes, kind of. A li uh, not one particular incident, no. It was, it's been a long discussion. Um. You know, and I heard you guys talking about this when Woods was in here, like certainly radio has changed over the years, right? It's not what it used to be. It, the, it's competing for listenership with everything else. Streaming, even like video gaming has impacted like radio listenership and because there's so many other things to do, right? And places to get music. And um, what we've learned over the years, it, the last, say, five to 10 years specifically, is that... Um, like fewer young people are using the radio the same way they used to. They're not using it for music, new music discovery as much as they used to. And that was what 91X has always been about, right? And, yes. Because um, there were plenty of years where, like, we didn't play a ton of stuff from the 80s and we focused on a lot more new music and more current stuff. And, and we kind of, you know, uh, we've been, um, Paulina knows, you know, we're hanging in there over the years, but like our ratings are like massive, um, like they used to be back in the day. And so we've just been trying to get creative. Like, what can we do? And we sort of realized what a lot of young people seem to be using the radio for is more classic music discovery. They get all the new music fed to them. Algorithm wise, everywhere on without, streaming, yeah, everywhere. Sure. Social media gets but pumped out to them without even sure, trying. Dude, my sure. kids know songs I have no idea. My that I know. I'm like, oh my, like, what's what is that? She's like, oh, it's a song I listen to on Fortnite. I'm like, what? Yes, so there's music coming right? from every angle. So, uh, but what a lot of young people are using it for is the classic rock, classic alternative rock, mm. right? So we want to continue to have young people listening to grow our audience over the years. But 91X, having been here, you know, 40 years, January 11th. That's wow. Uh, That's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, Think right? about that. 40 Holy years, bro. Shit. Here in San Diego, right. our radio station so that we grew up us. listening to, yeah. like 91X. Yeah. Since we were born, we've been listening to 91X. Yeah. Fuck. That's that's to me that's what's bananas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Getting oh, the chance yeah. to talk to you about that. You know, that that's nuts. It's like, oh man, there's like pillars of our, our community. They really here, are, man. Man. It's, a, it's a synonymous with San Diego. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dude, it makes appearances in videos and movies. You know, you see right. the little 91 next sticker and it's like, oh, it's iconic. It's like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Where are you from? Nebraska. Oh, yeah. what? You know, it's like, <laughs> but it's like it has that reach. It's a, it's a yeah. powerful reach. A fucking huge brand, man. It does. It's funny. So, um, okay, what was I talking about? Why did I just lose my train of thought? Weed. Thank you, guys. Anything. Going back Neither did I. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. No, yeah. so, so why are we? Why are we? Why do we go back in February? So anyhow, we have so many people that grew up with ninety one X and. Uh, Grew up listening. Like we have people all the time going, I remember when it flipped and you started playing Sex by Berlin, like the actual moment it flipped. <laughs> so there's a lot of history in San Diego and a lot of love from people of our age and older that love the station. So we thought, you know what, let's see what happens if we kind of go back to our roots, super serve our like heritage listeners that have been listening forever, but also we still play cool new music. Um, there's also this whole thing behind the scenes with radio where there's record companies and management who want you to play a specific single from a specific band so they can drive it up the charts so that other stations around Pick the country go, oh, that's number 10 and rising. We should play it too. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's how they spread. Blah, blah, blah. 
it becomes this high pressure situation where labels and management are always reaching out to programmers like myself and Garrett Michaels, our program director. Love Garrett. And tra- totally. And yeah. trying to get us to play their singles. And it's absolutely overwhelming. I can never keep up with all the emails and calls and stuff. But it's also like, what if it's not good, dude? And there's a ton of stuff yeah. that's being pushed to us that we don't really like. And so we decided not only are we going to go back and super serve our roots in by playing a lot of the 80s and 90s heritage music, but also um, the roots of 91X are breaking cool new music and not being afraid and not being bound to anyone else's, here's what you should play because everybody else is, or here's how we're sure. playing the game. This yeah. is the one single... And Garrett and I are both like massive music fans. Everyone at our station is. And so we were like, dude, screw that. Like, we let's play the good new music that we really like and the old stuff that is super cool and our listeners That's like. Awesome. And hopefully people listening yeah. will get stoked on the new music that we think is really cool and, you know, worth sharing and stuff. And it has been so much fun. So we used our from A to XYZ mm-hmm. as a kind of an, an excuse, like a palate cleanser, right, to kind of... We did that. We played so much cool library stuff um, that, you know, like older songs that we've had in our music library. And the response was so nuts from listeners. People were like, oh, I haven't heard this in so long. I mean, it was nostalgic. That's the one thing that music does. As soon as you hear one song, it's like, oh, you're going back. It's like, oh, I'm driving down Bonita Road and I'm going there. I was like, that's the beautiful thing of time machine. Oh, man. And for us on the air, it's been Why are you bringing me when I was You're going to break my heart with Dylan McKay, my man. But like on the air, when we're just kind of playing the hits and playing the same Green Day song, you know, five times a day or whatever, as a DJ, you totally get bored and it gets really easy to be like, that was Green Day, this is Sublime on Night of Acts, you know. But now it's like we're playing deeper cuts. We have a lot more freedom to play stuff, request things we want to play. And it, I'm, That's I rad. go into work every day and I'm like... Ooh, what am I going to play today? And this you, is so fun. You've earned that. You're 91X. You're Hillary. Like yes, you earned that. I would hope so. I mean, the station certainly has. It's yeah. really been fun, and the response has been over. Hell yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. How's the response been? That's response has been great. Anecdotally, it's been great. Ratings wise, it's a slow creep, but that's kind of what you want to see. Um, uh, and it's been awesome. Like people, you know, and people listen all over the place and we get emails from all over the land and it's, it feels so good. And, you know, people share their stories with us or yeah, like, oh my God, this song reminds me of, you know, or people that lived here, moved away, a lot of military people that were stationed here and listened and moved away. So it's been, now they can listen it's on been the app, so fun. So that yeah. changes the whole the, dynamic. Download the free 91X app. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's called a plug. That is. What's unique about, about, <laughs> no? about yeah. your story as well is like you've seen all of this from different positions within this company, within the industry. You know, you, you yeah. were currently wearing the music director hat. Yes. And also the program director. Assistant program director. Assist- yeah. You guys oversee everything. You know, you, yeah. you have you have to be in touch. Your finger has to be on the pulse of every stream coming your way. Yeah. Well, That's- Garrett, too. He's the program director. Yeah. I mean, that is we're an overwhelming a good team. Job. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's overwhelming. And I have a constant feeling of overwhelm. Oh. I never. <laughs> because there's so much new music always. Ah. And there's so many cool shows in San Diego. Always little ones I want to talk about. And there's so many people doing cool stuff always like the emo brown foundation and like we just wish you know it's it's hard (laughs) check us in the mail it's hard to keep up with it and to have enough 
you know, brain bandwidth to remember to like talk about all the things sure. I want without sounding totally scattered. And so, yeah, it's, I didn't mean to cut you off though. You no, were, no, no. I am. Just, I love, that's what I want to hear. I mean, I feel like there's gotta be some sort of redemption for you making those decisions and then seeing the, the response come full circle. For like, sure. That's awesome. They know that there's a lot of pressure on you and it's overwhelming, but now it's starting to pay off dividends. Yeah, it's great. People seem to really dig it. And another cool thing too is having the freedom to play new music that we really like is like all I'm always looking for new music too. And when I hear bands that I dig, like there's this band out of England, they're t- or Ireland, Scotland, UK. The UK. <laughs> the blanket. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> Somewhere up there. No, they're these two cousins. They they have a band called Memes, which is really hard to Google. Uh, yeah, that's a no, really yeah. rough yeah. name to start <laughs> off with. So Google Memes Band. But they just make, they've been making music for a few years now. It's so funny and cheeky and like smart and, and goofy at the same time, but it's super catchy. And so I heard one of their songs. I think one of the cousins like you know, sent it to me randomly, just emailed it to me. And I was like, dude, I love this. Garrett liked it. So we just started playing it. They are not on a record label. That they is awesome. Not, you know, that looks, and so I start like communicating with them. That I'm is like, so hey, dude, cool. we're totally going to play this. And they get super excited. And then you develop these relationships with these small bands that you can help nurture. There's another band out of England called high viz that are amazing. Just released a record in September. Uh, and like we're the only station in the country really playing yeah. them, but they're so legit. And and that the freedom to support good music like that has been great. You know, because music around. has changed dramatically. The industry has changed sure. crazy. Everything is like you know how it is now. You're a fucking needle in the haystack if you're a band trying to just throw your music and look at us, look at us. Yes. So ultimately, if you're good enough, you you will. You will catch somebody's attention. Yeah, it's or cool if you're to from know the that UK. it's cool to know that there's a path though. <laughs> right. But it's cool to know that there's like still the path to get into a radio station and have the radio station blow you up, and in turn everybody else starts blowing you up. It's it's cool to see like a homegrown like organic story yeah. like that because you know sometimes you just get big bands that are put together. It's like oh, totally. okay, you know. Yeah. Do you see any San Diego bands that are currently on that kind of trajectory? Oh, I would say these sacred souls are mm-hmm. blowing up right now. Yeah. Um, Damn. And that's Soulies. been really. Oof. Fun to watch, you yeah. know, and super stoked for them. Um, I mean, they're just on Kimmel or something, right? Like, yeah. Do they get in that national limelight? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. people here have known that, oh, you know, these guys get down for the yeah. last, I knew to the game, like maybe three, four years ago. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. And now it's like where they're at, it's like, I like to see those stories, the POD yes. stories, you know, oh, yeah. like the the the, the, the Blink-182 stories, the Unwritten the Law stories. Now the homies like Tribal Seeds watching these guys, you know, they're yeah. a lot, they're like six years younger than us. But it's just watching them like went to Benita High School, started playing a lot there, started playing the local scenes, you know, started playing the Somas, you know, just like any local band does. And then gets a break, gets a song. Oh, now you're on tour. Oh, Oof. now we're building from the outside in. It's awesome uh, to see these kinds of pants that are hustling. They're hustling to get it, man. There you go. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's so, yeah, it's so exciting to see them do well. And especially touring, you can make, you can make some, you know, some money that way. So it's great to see them. Are there any more rock bands? As long as they don't sign that 360 deal. What's going on? Oh, 360 deal when the labels uh-huh. get a part of your tour, your merch, right, everything. Your merch. Check yeah. out our musician over there. Hey, check out our touring yeah. musician. Yeah. Hey, kid, cool. just make sure you don't sign one of those don't 360 sign one of them deals. Yeah. Ah, the ones yeah, where you get the way. Jesus, dude. What was that? You uh, look like Bruce Springsteen. Got none of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Call me the boss. Before we forget Cece's question, what obstacles, difficulties have there been to be a female in the radio industry because it strikes her as a good old boy club? Yeah. Yeah, We got this question a lot, Hillary. We got this question a lot. Yeah. So it's much better now. Mm. Way better now. But back when I was like first starting out, it used to piss me off so much because... um, you know, we get like, uh, whether it's me doing an interview w- with a band or having like being assigned a stage announcement, like, okay, it's street scene back when street scene was a thing downtown. Like you so got to go uh, like, damn, stop dropping these nostalgic <laughs> memories. <laughs> you say street scene. I think I, I we're just walking up and down <laughs> yeah. gas. Yeah. Up. Oh, let's watch James Brown <laughs> so here. So oh, let's, you know, that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Fuck. fun. But uh, working for 91X, right, we get assigned, say, stage announcements, like where you have to go, you're going to, you get, here's your pass, go backstage, meet the stage manager, his name is, you know, Rocco or whatever, <laughs> and then, and then you're going to go on right before the pan and be like, hey, I'm Miller from 91X, thanks for coming out, here's, thanks to the sponsors and blah, blah, blah. Here's Cypress Hill. Give it up. What? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so. Um, that's right. That's right. So, uh, is, so I hate that kind of thing, especially because uh, I hate being in, in front of crowds. I get super incredibly nervous doing stage announcements. I'm way more comfortable in my little studio and. I think, you know, I'm socially serious anxiety. So whatever, but I just force myself Welcome to, to the it. team. <laughs> <laughs> We're all there with you. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but it's part of the deal. So I, I would be like, this is literally my job. I am being told that I have to do this. And I would go backstage and be treated, in my opinion, like I was like a groupie. Like mm. I was back there lurking or whatever to meet the band or whatever. And I'm like, uh, I could give two shits less about your stupid ass band. Not Cypress Hill, but like <laughs> you know, whatever. Some band Hansen. I didn't care about. Like I, I, it, cause it would make me so angry. I'd be like, I'm here to do my job. Or like I'd come in for an, for an have bands in for an interview and that the, they'd be super flirty or mm. like, um, uh, yeah, that, and so there was that side of thing where I, I, it was hard to be taken seriously when I was first starting out. Because I was a lot younger too, sure. and you know what I mean. But it pissed me off. I'd be like, dude, I'm in here scheduling your band's music to make sure it yeah. gets played on 91X, <laughs> and you're treating me like I'm in Bow the way, down. or I'm yeah. like trying to meet your band or whatever. I don't give a shit about meeting <laughs> your band right now. Like I want to do this job i'm sick to my stomach because i'm so nervous about it like just i would rather be anywhere else and you're treating (laughs) me so there was some of that um but i think you know i'm older now the the with all the me too movement that's another thing i worked for i took a break between 91x i was there for a while left not of my own choice and Uh, they that happens a lot men. in the radio, oh, God, of, yeah. bro. Of all the people we've spoken to, we've talked to a lot of radio people. Mm-hmm. It's a toxic environment to work uh, at, apparently. Yeah. And there's like a, a always like a constant rotation of like, mm-hmm. oh well, I used to work at this, and now I work at that, and it's like back and forth. What's up with all the turnover? What's causing? What caused all that? I think uh, c- uh, the consolidation uh, of radio. You know, it used to be a lot of little companies and yeah. then when like J4 I-Hard. and Clear Channel and iHeart and now Intercom Odyssey, you know, big companies and there's other ones for sure that like bought up a bunch of stations and then they had to answer to their bottom line. So, you know, getting rid of 
um, DJs or moving people around or, you know, uh, was like that now they'll have one DJ, you know, voice track a bunch of different stations, some of those companies. So no. instead of hiring six, having six DJs, they mm-hmm. fired five and made one. Do all of the rest. Do, yeah. I, I used to, for like two years, I was on in San Jose from San Diego, I did middays in San Jose every day, but I sent my show from San Diego and had to like name drop like, Whatever mall, so and so, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sure. Research, <laughs> like, But I was never. Hey, I'm there. from Minnesota. Look at me. <laughs> that was when I worked for Clear Channel. Was still Clear Channel. I was on a station in Iowa. Like so, that became a thing. That I think is a money saving effort. They got rid of a lot of DJs. So yeah, there was definitely a shuffle. Ninety One X let me go in two thousand six. I had worked there over nine years, and I was pregnant. I had just told him like a couple oh. days before I was pregnant with my one and only daughter, and got pulled in there and they're like, really sorry. Just making some I changes. can't believe you did that, Paulina. Yeah. I know. I'll let you guess which one's Paulina. So yeah, so then after that, I worked, thankfully, a, a Clear Channel Station, Star 94.1 actually hired me knowing I was pregnant. So I was very grateful to them for that. And then uh, I, and then they let me go. I was what we call seacrested. They they Ooh, signed. Sounds like a cool term. <laughs> 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 Which one I don't know. I was. I they they offered me a two year contract. I was like, yes, please. I had a newborn. Like to lock it in. You know, Stability. my ex husband was like in a band, and he was always gone. And I was like, I need a job. So I signed this two-year deal 30 days to the day of signing a two-year deal, just thinking I was stoked. They called me in and they're like, sorry, we're replacing you with syndicated Ryan Seacrest show. Seacrest. I was like, all right. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's because it's like, instead of Wally Pip, we're going to use Seacrested, bro. That one, I feel like that one connects more because you tell somebody like, oh, you got, you got Willie Pip. It's like, what does that mean? But if you tell somebody now, like, you got Seacrested, perro. And then the little graphic of Seacrest. Seacrest. (laughs) (laughs) No manches. Yeah, so then uh, that's when Garrett, Michaels, and Halloran had started FM 94.9 at that point. Mm -hmm. And Garrett called me up and was like, come on over. Like, Anya Marina was leaving middays. Like, come come in. And so I did. I moved uh, over there. But then... That company changed ownership and got some different bosses. Garrett was gone, and there was some new people. And constant was, shuffling, yeah, uh, constant shuffling. That wasn't the greatest situation. So yeah, there's you know being being a woman, Paulina knows in this industry mm. is uh, is can be challenging, but it's gotten a lot better since the Me bueno, Too movement bueno. and mm-hmm. and you know people speaking up for sexual harassment and because back then I also didn't think I could really speak up. I was so afraid to lose my job all the time that when shit would happen, you know, or programmers were, um, you know, or labeled, I don't know, for the most part, that side of things has been pretty good, but there's been a couple super creepy programmers and stuff over the years, and I was just t- t- afraid to say anything, which sucks oh looking back God. on it, like, dude, I wish, because I could have had you fucking so fired, and was too afraid to rock the boat, uh, because radio jobs are hard to get, you know. They, so it seems like they're very difficult to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah, but now I will I will tell you what, and Paulina can attest to this. I feel like the company I work for now, local media of San Diego, and Jay Clip knows because he's been there a few times. And 
Um, it's good people. It is, it is truly an independent company. Our owner, one of our owners, Greg is in the building every day, like, you know, and, and they really care. Like it, they, we nurture like a really positive working environment, like really good people. If anyone's being a dick, it is called out quick. Yeah. Mm. So it's awesome. I feel super grateful to be there now. Next question, Mr. Caesar. Let's get it going. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, actually, Paulina has a Oh, Paulina. What? Ah. Who are the top three artists that you were most excited or nervous to interview? Oh, my God. See, I totally draw a blank uh, (laughs) during these times. Um, Most excited. Oh, God. Um. See, I'm totally drawing a blank. This is what happens. I feel like I need to go like look through pictures or something. <laughs> need the notes. All right, well, I'm gonna uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? 311. Okay. Uh, thumbs up. Really nice. Oh, Flaming Lips. I met Wayne oh, Coyne. I love Flaming Lips. Met Wayne Coyne at Street Scene. Interviewed him on oh, top of the like scene. 91X double decker bus. And mm. um, yeah, 311, super nice guys. They actually one year during Street Scene when it was still downtown, we had we used to have this old double decker English bus 91X did, and we'd bring it out to like shows or whatever 311 was playing on the main stage and i mean it was a shit show like everybody was just hammered on our bus and people were like you know we're supposed to like okay keep it to like employees and their friends it was just raging <laughs> everybody and 311 playing used to be. and people on the top of the bus it was getting so rowdy that the bus started like doing no. this and the you know there's streets there's all Dude, these 311 was rocking back then full 311 no they're really nice Steve guys. asked yeah. this question just to get that reaction <laughs> 311 was ha 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 my first concert dude 311 oh, yeah but it was ah oh, fucking who was it it was at Fiesta Island Hospitality on Point Hospitality dude, Point it? yeah I remember that yeah. show was that Drunk. in the 90s it was in the for sure it was in the oh, 90s yeah. it was a, like a day show yeah. and we all skipped school and we went to it was like an MTV event oh yeah so like I'm 80% sure it was Rage Against the Machine and fucking uh, 311 and we were just drunk and what blind an mix. I was like 16 I was like 15 16 drinking Avalanche yeah no remember that mouthwash fucking liquor is that what it was called? You it was like something, 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 something down, down. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah, do a little more research. Like in line, dog, drunk, faded, getting sun. There's Steve right there. You, they showed me on MTV on the one of the commercials, no, crowd no, surfing, oh bro. God, real talk, yes. real talk. I was crowd surfing on the commercial break, and they Holy and they caught shit. it. Yeah, yeah. There you are. oh man, there you are. There they me. <laughs> Choose or lose, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so oh, those funny. are epic times. I have a trippy little Rage Against the Machine story. Right, Cut I'm me in. off anytime. Never. No, 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 we're in. Thank you, Cece. I'll keep talking. <laughs> uh, so when this was when I was in, uh, I guess I had just graduated from high school. This was at the either the tail end of 91 or the very beginning of 92. Pearl Jam was just sort of bubbling up and becoming a thing. I think they had just released their album 10. That's crazy to be around the <sighs> talent at that time, so right when they're about to explode, right when they're about to blow up. So they were playing at the Hollywood Palladium. My my high school sweetheart at the time, he he was a little older than I was, and he had like discovered them. He was super into music, so he's like, there's this band, Pearl Jam. That's weird. Casa said he discovered but, Pearl Jam. Oh, that's right. That's fucking it weird. <laughs> it was you. It was you again. Dude, sorry. Casas. Throwing you under the bus. <laughs> You got Casas. You got Casas real quick. Hey, man, I know this really good taco joint. Hey, there he is. That's good. Secrets. Secrets. Casasitas. And then (laughs) Ray. 
ADD, weed, and, and alcohol are all major. Brought to you by all of the vices. Oh my God, for sure. So uh, he's like, I got tickets to go see this band Pearl Jam at the Hollywood Palladium. And back then, that's I went to a lot of shows there. Bad Religion used to play there a lot. Steel Poles, like all kinds mm, of bands. Oh but it was great. And uh, my mom would be like, be home by 11. And uh, when I was still in high school. And I'd like, I remember calling her from the lobby of the... Palladium at like 10.30 being like, the band just went on mom, there is no <laughs> way I'm going to be home by Damn, like, at least you called but, uh, <laughs> oh, He's just rolled the clocks back I was a good kid. So anyhow, uh, we're going to see this band Pearl Jam, I'm like, cool, whatever I think he like made me a mixtape so I could check them out and uh, I mean I, they were like tapes, just bro. starting to Mixed get on people's radar so we, we go in, I think it was sold out because I remember it being really crowded. He and I kind of, he's like, I want to get close because I want to see, you know, they're so rad, da, da, da. So we work our way through the crowd and we're maybe like 10 or 15 people back or whatever. And the opening band comes on. Oh yeah, who's that? Oh, Pearl Jam, look at that. <laughs> nice. Palladium, 1982. Oh, okay, oh. that's, this is the show. Damn, Gossas, fuck. Wow, that's so oh, crazy. He's working on his birthday. Look at him go. Oh Damn God. fool. Hey, yeah. the, the, the rate the remains the same, my friend. The rate <laughs> remains the same. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the, that, he's going to be a little shh, shh, shh. Yeah, That's amazing. So, okay. So, but before Pearl Jam comes on, this band, the opening band starts. Nobody knows who they are. They come out and they're fucking mind-blowing and everyone in the place is like what is this the drummer's playing with his back to the crowd the whole time i had never seen anything like that and uh the singer, Zach De La Roto, was like oh, shit. blowing minds. No one had ever heard of this band. Nobody knew in the crowd. So I'm asking around, like, who are they? Like asking the people around, does the anyone know watching? who this band is? <laughs> they never said their name. I don't think he ever talked to the crowd. They Oof. just came out. It was before their album had Power. come out, I think. Dude, yeah, that's when you know. and they yeah. were, I mean, I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about it. It was, it was like revolutionary. Just sitting there watching, you know, Palladium only holds maybe like two or 3,000 people, whatever. So we're just like, who the fuck is this they are insane so this guy next to me turns around and he goes yeah they're called chief big bones and the stoned apaches and i was like i swear to god i remember this and i was like right on dude thanks they're so rad you know like Bleh. so like a day or two later i maybe i was living in long beach in a, a summertime uh when i was working for kennedy anyhow whatever so i go to zed records in long beach the next day and i'm like Hey, do you guys have anything from Chief Big Bones and the Stoned Apaches? Like seven inch? Like what do you you know anything? And he just looked at me like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> you know, cool guy, record store employee who oh, knows all the cool no. bands. He didn't know, and so he he just made me feel really stupid. The gatekeeper. That's, but that's yeah. so weird. the original name of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've still got the tattoo. We ran into yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had copyright issues. Zach Larocha yeah, reached yeah, out. He was yeah. like, "Hey guys." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey. So yeah, so the guy looked at me like I was an idiot. And it was maybe like a month or two later The I don't know if I saw a video or the album finally came out and I was like, shut up. That was Holy Rage Against shit. the Machine, That's a, dude. Oh, yeah, Imagine was, watching them yes, before they were them. It yes, was that would be crazy. Some would say they were always them. Oh, wow. There's a reason you were doing so much better. Next question. Was there an interview question you asked an artist that you wish you hadn't? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Paulina for the people digging deep. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that is a tough one because I've, uh, 
It, it, now I've done a lot of them over the years. It's hard to like remember one in particular that maybe I shouldn't have asked. I'm sure there have been some, and I'm you know very willing to backtrack and be like, you know what, we don't have to talk about that. That's cool. Oftentimes, what will happen when uh, an artist comes in is their manager or whoever's with them will will prep you and will say hey, don't ask about this, or hey, don't ask her about so-and-so. And I go, okay, no problem. So um, so that happens, and that helps. I don't know if there's any questions uh, that I really recall regretting, but I'm sure, yeah, that was that was a fun one. Tom's an awesome interview, man. He makes it easy. He's so, He just is super chatty and... He looks like he believes in aliens. Yeah. <laughs> that, guy. that guy looks wow. like he's an alien. That guy is out of this world. Yeah, that was a fun one. He was there. He was there almost an hour. I think we only put like a little bit of it on the air, but he he's a great interview. He's you're full time standing in the studio, right? I stand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't used to when I first started. I would sit, and then Robin Roth stood, and uh-huh. I remember thinking that's cool. But for uh, a couple of years, I still stood, and then I don't know why I started trying it, but I've, I, I, I'm more focused. I have better energy. That's I just awesome. stand up right now. It feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't uh, work for everybody, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> yep. X Fest once upon a time mm. was a time to remember. Yeah. In the 80s, 90s, what are some of your memories of X Fest in Baja? Oh, I never went to X Fest in Baja. Mm, okay. Yeah, I know there was only a couple. I think that were Max Fest. They were that called. question was brought to you by Paulina. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. <laughs> hey, where's the wrong? <laughs> you gotta put the wrong on her, bro. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here for us. What are you most excited about for 2023 in music? Oh, in music, I think just being. Um, I think there's like a a little bit of a backlash that's been starting against all the like, like alt radio. If you listen to some alt radio stations, they sound super poppy and uh, top 40 ish. And, and I can't stand that. And it, and it's these kind of one hit wonders and their TikTok sensations and stuff like that. There is like, uh, it feels like there's like a groundswell of a backlash starting with bands like memes and high vis and like cool, real bands that actually play guitars and are not just trying to crank out one little TikTok hit, but that are making legit good music. Mm. And I feel like there's going to be more of that. I'm really excited about that. Hell was it? Yeah, was yeah, this meant yeah. like in particular? Yes. Oh, like a particular artist? For you. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. The mind of Hillary. The mind behind 91 Next. Uh, I don't, yeah, I would just say that, you know, I think festivals, I used to get excited about festivals. I feel like that's really changed. They've gotten so homogenized and overblown and they way were fun too once upon a time. For they sure. were fun to go to all these events, man. These yeah. festivals would be so awesome. And they didn't cost 250 for yeah. a general wow. admission ticket. Yeah. yeah. I remember Bob Marley Fest. It was yeah. over, you know. And like, you didn't was, do it right. Yeah, that was, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well played, my friend. <laughs> that was a cool festival. You would That's go in, right. you'd see some killer performers, you'd be like, fuck, yeah. Barrington Levy is awesome. Oh, and you'd go home and look for all the Barrington Levy CDs at Music Trader. Those festivals are cool. Now it just, like you said, it seems very What's the one that over was in the top. Solana Beach that was... Uh, Fiesta del Sol? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the early iterations of those were fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last time I went, I was like, no, not the same. Yeah, that's so that's a bummer to not be like super excited about that. I think it's just more discovering 
younger bands that are still doing the deal and making really good music, you know? Look at that. Yeah. Advice to any up-and-comers who'd like to jump in. The radio game. Uh, be proactive. Get an internship, even if it's just in promotions. Um, we still need DJs, like 91X. We could always use another part-time DJ or something, and... And um, and other stations too. So, uh, but you gotta. No one's gonna hand you anything. So you gotta go in there and be like, "What can I do? I, I'm here." It, a lot of times now we see people like uh, calling in, like, "Oh, I'm gonna be late," or like, "Oh, I got, I can't work today," or "I can't be in," you know. And call it, like when we have, have them on the schedule, not just on the air, but like um, for all kinds of things. And like I would have never considered not showing up for work when I was first starting out, no matter what. Even now I feel bad if I'm like, you know, needing like a sick day or something. I'm like, that's crazy. Uh, I, I still feel bad. Different like, times, you know. fool. <laughs> that was not an option before. Yeah, no. <laughs> Calling in or being late was like, no, that's no, not happening. But bro. people seem to do it. Oh. They're quite comfortable doing it nowadays. DJ BJ, nice dude, she it. was glaring right DJ, at you. BJ. DJ BJ, oh, nice uh, not to throw you on the bus, but he canceled on the last show. So, no, Barry is part of that Sorry, generation. Stuck in the snow. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Cocaine. Go ahead. <laughs> Snooters, get snooters, 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 snooters. Oh, oh I have yeah. a question. Ooh, go ahead. Uh, and this one, we're going to tap into uh, uh, origin story, Hillary. Okay. When you're coming up under the tutelage of Thrasher. Yeah. With names like Thrasher and yeah. Blazer Latino in the <laughs> biz. Oh, Lord. Did you ever think about, and do you have like a name uh -huh. that if you weren't going to be Hillary of 91X, you were uh -huh. going to be this? I did have a name. What is oh, it? Please, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> and friends of mine from high school, like who you know stayed in the area and would hear me on KNAC, still will call me this sometimes. And I'm like, oh my god, stop it! Uh, because and I didn't give it to myself; someone else did uh -oh. because I was super into punk rock and stuff. I was hardcore Hillary. Hardcore, oh, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> hardcore Hillary. That. She sells no. Doc Martens. Uh, <laughs> totally. Uh, so funny. Not to swap me at that, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. These are Latino. It's all. It's all the what is it? Alliteration. Yes. 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 Oh yeah. Right. We had a dangerous Darren. Fucking Darrens. Yeah. They're always yeah. dangerous. Oh, They're God. always dangerous. Those yeah. Darrens. Never met a safe one. <laughs> I've never met a cool Darren. <laughs> oh damn. I'm What's up? Smith? Oh shit. Maybe yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, fuck Darren cool. Smith. My apologies. He's still a bro. <laughs> I've never been a cool Darren, bro. I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else from Miss Hillary? Thank you guys for having me. Guys. Oh, that's cool. The 1975. Yeah, they're really, they've been. Oh, that was like, recent. Uh, that was, was in that? 2016, oh, I think. Because that was like reason. when I first came you back. You just don't age. That's what yeah. you thought that. uh, You just don't age. That's a, that's, they did an X session in, uh, at Pacific Beats, which is a studio mm -hmm. hidden in Pacific Beach. And, uh, God, that is. For as huge as the 1975 is, man, they just uh -huh. sold out the open air theater stuff. Maddie, I just talked to him a couple weeks ago. He just called in for an interview, but he's such a nice guy. They were so nice and personable and like no rock star attitude. That I must appreciate be that. Now she's dealing with refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Like, we got to deal out. with J Clips all the time. And it's yeah. <laughs> J Clip looked like he's an extra for Cypress Hill. He looks like he was a, a background dancer for Cypress Hill. <laughs> Look at him, fool. He's a dance for fucking Cypress Hill. <laughs> he dances in Timberlands. He stepped on Send Dog's foot one day and it was like, yo, bro, you were out the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game over. Damn, no, you look good. 
Thank you. Oh my gosh. Really? I, I feel like all I did was name drop, and I, that's uh, not my intention. Uh, this is the thank right you very show. much. That was perfect. <laughs> you asked for stories, and I, yeah, but thank you stories. guys. We got all the stories does. now. So yeah. We got all the stories from really Hillary. Did. We, we got did. Hillary. Bro. Thank you guys. Nice. We so got to step it up from here. <laughs> we got to. It's, it's hard, bro. Doing? That's what I'm, I'm saying. After this. I'm not coming back. Oh, man. Bobby and Hillary, we're done, bro. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Hillary from 91X. Aww. And with some money now Talk about how many ways 